Howdy, folks. Welcome to a special presentation presented by CITR Sports. You are listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting live from the Point Grey, Vancouver, UBC campus on the unceded territory of the Musqueam people. Tonight, we have women's volleyball action for you. It is your own UBC Thunderbirds. They're 3-1 and one on the season, facing off against the Mount Royal Cougars. They are 4-0. and oh. Please listen into this and then stick around after the game. 20 minutes later, we will have your men's volleyball team as well participating also playing against the Cougars. Without any further ado, I'll send you off to my colleagues, Jacob Bear and Jake McGrail, who have the call live at the War Memorial Gym. Your best middle are both out tonight. And back right now, set to serve for the Mount Royal Cougars is Chantel Park. She is one of the biggest stars on this team you mentioned earlier. She's really able to do a bit of everything up front for the Cougars, and we'll see if she's able to keep delivering here tonight. Park can't get that first serve across, so the Thunderbirds, with their home opener, get their first official point of the Canada West season in home territory. Yeah, Park's not used to that. She is third in Canada West in aces per set at uh, just over half an ace per set, but uh, not the start she would have wanted right there. Courtney Hillier now serving for the Thunderbirds. They trade errors from the service line, so the ball will go right back into Cougar hands. And uh, Park being third, she's one of the people she's trailing is Courtney Hillier, who's currently first in Canada West in ace per set at just under 0.9. So both of the teams aces at aces, not the hottest of starts. Dolly Thockboom now serving for Mount Royal. Her serve clips the top, but makes it over the double pancake hands of both Atea and the other Thunderbird there was Pippis, couldn't keep it up in the air. So that was an ace for Thokbuam. She's back to serve again. Mount Royal with the early two to one lead if you're just tuning in now on Canada West or CITR 101.9. This is the UBC Thunderbirds and the Mount Royal Cougars taking on each other. The Thunderbirds started the season three and one, but they did get a loss their last time out. It was a bit of a tough one as they weren't quite able to get the victory. It was against, their last game was against the Huskies and they could only muster a 096 hitting percentage in Saskatchewan. On the other side, Mount Royal continues to find success. So there's been a lot of service trade-offs here early. The Thunderbirds now at four to two on the back of Anna Price's ace. We haven't had any rallies so far. It's all just been aces and service errors, back-to-back -back aces from Price right there to retake an early lead for UBC. Anna Price sends this one across. That one sent beyond the baseline. Cougars will get the ball back. As you mentioned, all seven points have really been scored strictly from the service line to, to date. And hopefully someone's able to put the ball back over the net on uh, this serve right here. Now serving for the Cougars is Cassandra Hordle. Excuse me, that was Quinn Pellin back for the serve, the setter for the Cougars. Pellin now with the set in the dink, gets it done. Getting that one across was Anna Carlson for the Cougars. Nice set there by Pellin. Yeah, Pellin has been an absolute beast to start the season. Coming in to the, her career high in assists was 48. She's topped 50 twice in four games so far, still only in her third year. Pellin sends across a float serve, nearly catches the Thunderbirds napping, 
but they are able to recover. A nice set there to Gabby Atea with the cut shot across the court. Five to four, it's been a back and forth affair here early on at War Memorial Gym. And if the Thunderbirds are to keep their strong start going with the absences they've had, it's gonna be a lot on the shoulders of Atea. Atea back to serve now, another float serve across. The set there from Pelland. Cross court shot there from Carly Davies. Big 6-3 fourth year from Terrace BC. She's fourth on the team and kill, doesn't get as many attacks as some of their other players, but still able to lay it down right there. Sending that one across was Madison Marshall. From the left side, great kill there by Pippis. The recent transfer. Thunderbirds have a history of successful transfers if you look back to Tessa Davis, who played a big role in that championship roster last year. Yeah, if Pippis can provide the same sort of impact that Davis did last year, it'll be quite a good move. Oxland with the left-hand serve, different look. And the double block there by the Thunderbirds, Pippis got the majority of that one again. The yeah. transfer making a big impact early on. That was Kara Kovacs helping her out there as Davies had switched sides, but the Thunderbirds read the play this time and were able to stop the big forwards attack. Thunderbirds in the lead, seven to five. Oxland still back. She is filling in the role for Liv Furland, who is one of the best Canada West athletes she is a veteran on this team, but Oxlund has really been doing a fantastic job in taking her role. As uh, Davies gets a little bit of revenge right there on Pippis, you mentioned Oxlund's great start to the season. She's, her along with Atea, are probably the two biggest reasons why they've got off to a three and one start. She's fourth in Canada West in both aces per set and assists per set. Sending that one across is Carlson of the Cougars. Back set there from Oxlund, met by a double block was Pippis. And on the far side, Hillier can't get her attack across her own net. Yeah, that was an unforced error right there from Hillier. Cougars didn't really have much of a presence at the net, but the UBC third year was only uh, able to hit it into her own side of the netting. First set of action is knotted at seven apiece. Bit of an over bump there. However, the Thunderbirds able to get that one through. Kovacs sneaking it beyond the block. And that was a fantastic play from Oxland right there. As you mentioned, a bit of an overset. Looked like it might go to the Cougar side of the court, but Oxland was able to just reach up and touch it back without committing the net violation. Now the Cougars getting across Thuck Boom, using her full reach to get that dink across, finding a seam in the Thunderbirds defense on the near side. Yeah, she is an incredible athlete, hyper-efficient when she does get attacks. Third on the team in kills, hitting over 400 on the season. That's top three in the conference. And Thok Boom didn't even start playing volleyball until high school, different than many of the other athletes on the court. So she has a huge potential to continue to grow her game. Set there to Thok Boom. She is met with a double block. Great job there by Kovacs and Hillier. Kovacs getting the majority of that one. Yeah. And uh, Kovacs is one of the Thunderbirds with the turnover in the roster that could be primed for a breakout season. Barely saw the court at all last year, only played in a handful of sets, but is now starting every uh, day for this uh, revamped Thunderbird side. Kovacs sends across a stiff serve. Back set there to Thok Boom. She nearly gets it down. However, the Thunderbirds are awarded the point. Yeah, Thunderbirds were able to just let that one drop. Thok Boom continuing her efficient start. Hit over 500 in both games last week against Manitoba and is off to a uh, similarly strong start so far. 
So Kovacs back to serve after the Thunderbirds were awarded the point. Looked like it was originally Mount Royals, and now an ace there from Kovacs. Thok Boom could not handle that strong serve. Nearly no spin, an absolute fastball from Kovacs. Yeah, strong start for uh, the second year so far. Kovacs. And right as I say that, she hits it into the net, commits the service error. Unable to get it above her own net that time. So side out on over to Mount Royal. 11-9, Thunderbirds are in the lead in this first set. But it has been a back and forth affair. Very entertaining home opener. And the crowd here is pretty good tonight for the Thunderbirds showing out. Another ace here as Laura Worsley of the Thunderbirds unable to handle the somewhat of a knuckleball serve across from Chantel Park. And fortunate for Worsley, looks like she wasn't able to get down in her stance enough, ends up ricocheting the ball off her own face. Chantel Park, a jack of all trades for this Mount Royal side, sends that one across cleanly. And while Gabby Atea tries to get the cut shot across, it was sniffed out by Thok Boom and Quinn Pelland of the Cougars. Yeah, that's what Thakboom can do right there. She's had at least four blocks in all but one match so far and gets uh, one right there with them with some uh, help from her setter. Chantel Park sends across another rifle. That time it did sail beyond the baseline. Courtney Hillier now back for the Thunderbirds. 12 to 11 advantage for UBC. And as you can see on your screen there, if you are watching on Canada West TV, they even brought out the inflatable uh, I guess you would call that a, a run-through for the intro yes. for the players tonight here, uh, bringing out all the uh, all the stops for this home opener match. Gabby Atea there, right right from on top of her own emblem, getting the point for UBC on a strong attack. Yeah, it was really unfortunate last season. Atea missed the entire year with an ACL injury. One of the would have been a key player even on that stacked Thunderbirds roster of last year, but now she's back and looking to take the mantle as uh, the team's leader so far. Joust at the net ends up not costing either team. Nice rally started here. It is a free ball across sent by Thokbuam. A quick setter's dump is figured out and the two teams trade different passes to one another as they can't set up offensive attacks for the Thunderbirds with a pipe from the back row end up getting the point, 14-11 UBC. Yeah, Price gets her first kill of the match. She's someone else who battled injury last season. She missed most of the first half of the year, and by the time she returned from her ankle injury, the Thunderbirds were really rolling at that point, had a set rotation. Price found it a bit difficult to fully break in, but like uh, some other players, she's moved from a bench role to an everyday uh, starter role so far this season. And with a kill and a couple aces so far, it's started well for her. And so much to talk about between these two great programs. On the MRU side, you just saw Coach Sandra Lamb take her first time out. She's entering her 22nd season as head coach of the program. She took over the role halfway through the 1998-99 season. That was actually less than a year after she finished her own playing career for the Cougars. So she has been a longtime MRU homestay. She led them to the CCAA National Championship in 2011, the year before they ended up going over to U Sports. And in that year, or 10 years prior nearly, and she was named the coach of the year in 04. MRU last year finished a pedestrian 12 and 12, but so far things are looking to be very positive for the Cougar side. And this is a chance for them to make a real uh, statement as Hillier commits a service error right there. They're only 2-7 and all-time against UBC, only beaten the Thunderbirds once in the last four years. So if they can come into the gym of the defending champs,
get that big win, go to 5-0 and in the season, other programs are definitely going to be taking notice of uh, the Cougars this year. So out of the timeout, 14-12 as the Cougars get one point back. Up at the middle, Gabby Atea awarded the point. A bit of confusion right there. Oh, a triple block was formed by uh, the Cougars, Carlson, Davies, and Park all tried to get their hands on it. None of them were able to. It slipped right through their fingers. One point away here from the technical timeout. Anna Price sends across the serve. And a smash this time for the Cougars. Getting the wipe is Madison Marshall utilizing the double team of her opposition in her own favor. Now back for the Cougars is the setter, Quinn Pelland. In her third year, she is from Wanam, Alberta. Small town, but now she's on a big stage. Back set here, Atea, a one-on-one, -on -one massive solo block. Huge job there by Madison Marshall, who has been very active over these last couple points. Yeah, Marshall doesn't actually have a huge number of blocks on the season, but she rose up all by herself and uh, took down Atea single-handedly right there on the near side. Standing serve across there from Pelland. Bit of a weak set, but it was strategic for Hillier who tried to dump it in. Thunderbirds recover, another back set here, and that time the back set proved fruitful for the Thunderbirds as Atea was able to get that one across. And the Thunderbirds excited to keep their momentum going, not realizing now that they have to go into the technical. Yeah, that was almost a carbon copy of a finish from the previous uh, rally as Atea again right here on the near side going up against uh, Madison Marshall. This time, even though Marshall did get her hands fully on it, Atea was able to direct her shot in a way that uh, deflected off Marshall and then out of bounds for the Thunderbirds points. Good job for Atea. Obviously learning from what happened the first time and then getting the point the second time. So looking at the other coach, it's Doug Reimer of UBC. There's not enough to say really how much he means to this program. He is the most decorated coach in U Sports women's volleyball history. He's led UBC to the U Sports Women's Volleyball Championship tournament in all but one season. He has eight golds, four silvers, and two bronzes under his belt. Multiple uh, coach of the year. And recently, just last year, they did win the national championship. But it, it was a bit of a crazy story as to how they got there. That uh, Reimer's track record here with the Thunderbirds program really speaks for itself. Doesn't matter, it seems, who all is out there because uh, under Reimer's tutelage, we almost every year turns into a great team by the end of the season. Last match out was the first loss on the season for the Thunderbirds, so they are looking to bounce back here. A 1-3 loss at the hands of the Huskies. And for the second straight time after a timeout, the Thunderbirds come back out and hit a service error that time. It was Atea going too long with her uh, hit. Still only a one-point game here, uh, part way through the first set. That will put Madison Marshall back at the service line for the Cougars. 16-15, a tight first set, and a huge hit from the Thunderbird new acquisition, Heather Pippis, six-foot fourth year from Lake Oswego, Oregon, yeah, showing she, herself here. She had a huge uh, debut with eight kills and 12 digs, couple aces against Winnipeg. She's been a bit quieter since then, but she's fit in fairly well and uh, continues her strong couple of possessions right there. That was Kayla Oxland on the serve, now putting the Thunderbirds up 18 to 15. The left-handed serve coming from the right side of the court can throw off opponents as it's not something you often see. 
Oxlin back again, another rifle, this time barely handled by the libero, Klimanova. Uh, and up at the net, uncontested for Anna Carlson, able to put that point right on top of the Thunderbird emblem. That wasn't a great backcourt dig from Price there. She uh, overbumped that one all the way to the Cougars side of the net, and it was incredibly simple for Carlson to just knock it down right onto the logo for the point. Carlson sends across this serve. Long set across for Courtney Hillier, a massive strike from the opposite side. At uh, multiple times in the last few rallies, Oxlund has uh, done that exact same play, leaning back a bit, uh, facing the far side, and pushing it all the way to the far end of the court. And we've got a season debut, looks like, for the Thunderbirds now. The Jade Robertson, for the first time this season, she did warm up. I was told ahead of the game by head coach Doug Reimer that she was dealing with a concussion. So they'll probably take her intro lightly here. We'll see how much playtime he gives her. But Jade Robertson will be playing now for the Thunderbirds. She is on the court and last year had a huge impact up the middle for that championship roster. Set there to Park. Park smashes it. Worsley handled it nicely. The Thunderbirds not able to get that point. They thought they might have got the tip, but it wasn't awarded their way. Yeah, there's Price on the far side uh, hitting it down the line. Both sides were claiming the point. Thunderbirds thought it went off a hand of a Cougar defender. Referee who was right there in front of the play did not agree. Sending that one across is Carly Davies of the Cougars. Anna Price, similar look. She's met with a strong double block. Back set here, Jade Robertson seeing her first action smashes it far too low into her own net. Yeah, a little bit of rust it looks like right there for Robertson, her first attack of the season. Uh, her defense will be just as important as her offense for the Thunderbird side. They've struggled a bit with blocking so uh, in the early going of this season, and Robertson led the team last year in blocks. Long set there. Hillier trying to dink that one across. Can't get it to stick. A back row attack. Huge smash on the Cougar side again. That was Carly Davies coming up big. And that all came from a miscommunication on, on the UBC side. Oxland had a nice back set to uh, the, this near side, but the only problem was that no one was in a front court position at that time. Hillier was able to come forward just enough to uh, get it over the net, unable to put any power on it. Bit of a free ball for Mount Royal, and then uh, led to the big kill from Davies cross court. That first, the first set here at War Memorial Gym is knotted at 19 all. You are tuned in either on CITR 101.9 FM or Canada West TV to this edition of Canada West Volleyball brought to you by Co-op. I'm Jacob Ayer and Jake McGrail is alongside me. So Jade Robertson just entered the game. Let's talk a little bit about what she meant to this team last year. She was a transfer from Eastern Washington. She's in her third year now. She stands at 6'3", so big presence up the middle. She was named the number two graduating player in BC back in 2017, and she really proved that here last year. She was great. She led the team in blocks, finished third in kills, and in a November game against Manitoba, she really had her highlight of the season with 14 kills, 450 hitting percentage to go along with three digs and five blocks, hoping to replicate some of those numbers come this season. We're back in action here, and as that one was a ceiling scraper, but didn't quite hit it, so the ball stays alive. We're out of the timeout, still knotted at 19 all. Miscommunication on the Thunderbird end, that will be a four-touch violation, which is awarded to the Cougars. Yeah, again, a miscommunication on a back set from Oxland. This time it looked like she just hit it a bit too long, and Hillier wasn't able to uh, reach it as it almost 
crashed into out of the scoreboard. And you wonder if there's some confusion out there for the Thunderbirds right now with Robertson getting her first action in a game in a very, very long time. Near side there for Park, handled nicely by Price, who now sees the ball from the far side. That time, another double block. So although the blocks haven't been big all season for the Cougars, it seems that they've really stepped it up here in this first set of action. Yeah, that was Thockbloom and Pellant again combining. Last few rallies have been tough for Price as they're trying to feed her on that far side, but uh, at least the last few rallies, she's been struggling a bit. Cassandra Hordle, the libero, also in for the Cougars now. She's just in her first year. This is a very young team overall as a beautiful knuckleball serve came in there from Carly Davies. That's an ace, and that gives the Cougars their largest lead of this first set. It's 22 to 19 MRU. And you're talking about integrating new players. That's the exact type of play that might be where some of that confusion lies. Uh, perfectly placed uh, serve that lands right in the middle of the six defenders. Robertson maybe not communicating uh, well enough. That was also Erica Vermette, the first year, had just substituted into the match. That was her first action, being on the court for that ace. And they're uh, her and Robertson right next to each other in the front court. Yeah, a lot of new players on both sides. But overall, Cougars are the much younger program. They do have a couple fourth and fifth years, but they're few and far between compared to the Thunderbirds, who have quite a few veterans on their squad. But they are also peppered with a lot of second years. So it's not that they're super new but they didn't have a lot of experience last time because of the strength of last yeah. year's roster and looking at the Cougars they could be set up to be good for really the next couple years Pellin third year Marshall third year Thought Boom second year Park is in her fifth year but uh, things are looking bright for this Cougars program as they get another ace they're now only two points away from a first set victory here on the road it was Davies again with the ace Davies sending that one across to Casey Jost the Libero, she actually came in as a defensive specialist under that play, and she wasn't able to handle that one. Substitution for the Thunderbirds, Bryn Passen coming in for Price. Passen seeing her first action of the game. So you got three substitutes on the court right now for the Thunderbirds. You mentioned Erica Vermetz in the game. She is also in her first year. She's appeared in all, uh, all four games this year, but just not a lot of counting stats for her so far. And right on cue. Jade Robertson, there might have been some very early confusion, but that's exactly how good she can be. Huge strike right from the center of the court. And you can see she was very uh, pumped up after that one. That has to feel good after having to watch from the sidelines for the first couple weeks of the season. That was a big spike from her. Jade Robertson now sends across the serve that just clears the net. MRU trying to set up a offensive play there and they do get it the set was nice from Pelland on over to Chantel Park on the near side of the court gets that one across and MRU now is in set point yeah they have four set point opportunities now 24-20 in favor of MRU here at War Memorial Gym bump set there from Oxland and Passen gets the ball but also a lot of antenna that will be it in this first set awarding MRU the point on the violation 25 to 20. So UBC drops their first set here. They lost their last match out against the Huskies. Meanwhile, Mount Royal has been on a tear. Their last match was a three to one road win over Manitoba. Chantel Park led that team offensively with 14 kills and 11 digs. Meanwhile, the setter Quinn Pellin recorded 42 assists and a season high 21 digs and three aces. 
Davies, as she is proving here tonight, is a huge threat from that service line. She had a season high six aces already here tonight. I believe she's tallied three. Yeah, Sandra Lamb could not have scripted a better first set for the Cougars. Did not allow the home team to get any sort of run going at any point in that first set. Crowd a little bit muted. It's been stop-start for the Thunderbirds, which is exactly what a road team will be going for, especially against a team that can be as dynamic as UBC is on a good day. So on the Thunderbirds side so far, you're seeing a lot of the plays run through either Anna Price or Courtney Hillier. You have seen some new faces recently, but Oxlin, when Jade Robertson first came on, seemed to have some miscommunication from that setter roll to the middle. You wonder if that's gonna continue in here to the second set, or if that last, uh, one of the final points where Jade Robertson was able to get the kill will be a hopeful sign for the UBC Thunderbirds in the near future. There's definitely some sloppy play in the, in the back half of that set there. Uh, Oxland, a few uncharacteristically uh, poor set attempts. Price really struggling to break through that uh, double block on the far side. And as I mentioned, UBC just unable to get anything going consistently, although they did put up 20 points. Uh, a lot of that is due to, uh, as, as much due to Cougars' mistakes as uh, Thunderbirds' great play. Chantel Park, Madison Marshall, Dolly Thokbuam, and Quinn Pelland, the big four on the MRU side have really dominated so far, but also Carly Davies having herself a quietly really good first set. So we'll see who continues to get the majority of the offensive play on the Cougars side. Meanwhile, here you can hear the UBC band for this home opener for UBC women's volleyball. After this match is over, don't leave. There is more action to follow as the men's game will take place about 20 to 30 minutes after the conclusion of this match. So wait for that. The men's team also taking on Mount Royal. UBC's team this year is just one in three. They are ninth in Canada West. Last year, they almost finished even. They were 16 to 19 overall. And on the MRU side, they are an even two and two, but last year they had a fantastic 15 and seven season. We'll see who's able to come out on top here tonight. Should be a really good match. MRU dealing with a very similar storyline to this year's UBC women's roster, where there has been massive, massive roster changes. The two teams are coming back onto the court now. It looks like UBC has brought out their uh, seven starters from that first set including Kovacs, who sat for a while in that first set, which I found a bit surprising given how uh, quickly she started the game, ended up sitting for a lot of the second half of uh, that set. Heather Pippis also back in. She was one of the shining points on the UBC side. So now we're here ready to begin the second set of play, and Kayla Oxland will be back to serve. Some ex-UBC Thunderbirds in the crowd here tonight. Victoria Behe walking in to watch the game. Thunderbirds doing a good job getting the serve across and getting the point right away as the Cougars unable to return it. Yeah, it was similar to one of the plays by Oxland I mentioned earlier as Pellin backset it into the front court where no one was. If you're doing a backset, you have to really know where all your teammates are. Kayla Oxland with that left-hand serve. It has confused the MRU defense and serve reception team all night. Again, unable to do anything with it there. That's an ace for her. Yeah, while Oxlin has been a bit up and down in terms of uh, her plays during the rally, she has been dynamite from the service line so far, as she has been all season. Meanwhile, Oxlin also, surprisingly, only at 5'8", 
but she is tied for third on the team at blocks with nine on the season. She's also uh, third in digs with 33, so a bit of everything from Oxland, similar to Liv Furlan, really. Now the Thunderbirds getting the double block. However, it wasn't able quite to keep it in the bounds of the sidelines. That point will be awarded to the Cougars, giving them their first service opportunity here in the second set of play. Sending the serve across is Anna Carlson. Thunderbirds sending it near side for Hillier. She aims for that back opposite corner. And it's MRU's turn to be shocked now as the referee has awarded the point to the Thunderbirds after it looked like Hillier's attempt had sailed just all the way across. I guess the judge uh, judge there to have been a touch on the fingertips of one of the Mount Royal players. They're still discussing it uh, with the judge, but play will have to resume now. The official um, backing up her original call, trusting her sideline. Uh, sideline of fellow referee. This time the point is awarded to MRU. Sandra Lamb up and looking at the official, making sure she doesn't make the same error again. Wasn't too pleased with that pass call. Yeah, bo both of MRU's points of the set have come off of a wipe they've hit off of Courtney Hillier. That time unable to get it across is Carly Davies. She has been great from the service line all night. But that point will give UBC possession back on the side out. 4-2 advantage for UBC here early in the second set. They are trailing in the match in the match in the set count of 0-1. to one. That time it is an ace sent across by Pippis. UBC up 5-2 now. Just like the first set, UBC starting out strong from the service line. We'll see if they are able to continue it throughout the entire set this time. Kara Kovacs was actually the one who sent that serve across. She was good earlier. This one, this time it is able to be handled by MRU. Kayla Oxum sending it to Kovacs, who actually sets Hillier up. Now it's a bit of a free ball over for the Thunderbirds as Park just had to get it across. Big opportunity there for Matea. Nice dig on the part of Davies. This time, Anna Price with the right hand couldn't keep it inside of the court. That one will go too far, and the point is awarded to MRU on a nice rally. Yeah, Price has struggled uh, to get in the game after a quick start. She had a couple aces, a nice kill early on, but since then she's uh, really struggled to uh, find her range over on the outside. Now serving the ball is Chantal Park. Handled there by Worsley. Back step from Oxland, and Hillier is met with a double block. She's able to power it through Thok Buam and also Madison Marshall. A bit of revenge for Hillier there after she was victimized by the Cougars on a double block a couple of times. She This time, she's the one who gets it through the hands of the defense. 6-3 advantage UBC in the second set of play. Set there from Pelland. Able to recollect themselves are the Cougars as Marshall on the play right after she missed that block, able to get it back with a nice cross-court strike. Yeah, Marshall hasn't played a huge role so far, but there is a reason why she was originally in the NCAA and leads this team in kills. She can get it going uh, in a hurry. Thunderbirds have to watch out. Thokboom, a float serve across, gives Thunderbirds a nice opportunity to set Kayla Oxland on over to her outside hitter, getting the job done. Yeah, a lot of the Thunderbirds, Thunderbirds attack so far have been focused on hitting it straight down the line on which they're going. Atea that time hitting it cross court mixes up the defense a little bit. Anna Price, nice sink on that serve, gets her the ace. Thunderbirds now up 8-4, largest lead of the match so far for UBC, which will 
make MRU coach Sandra Lamb give her team a quick breather here with a timeout. I mentioned that Price had been struggling a bit as of late within this game, and she responds by getting another Thunderbirds point on the board uh, with that ace right there. Very good to see from her. So Chantal Park getting a lot of the workload here on early for MRU. And we did see Thok Boom really have a big presence in this in the first set of play, not so much here in the second. What do you think UBC has been doing in the second that has allowed them to find success, of course, besides that call from the official? Well, uh, the aces have been good. Thok Boom can't have much of an effect if UBC is getting the points straight off the serve. And I also mentioned Atea's ability to hit the cross-court attack allows you to try and dodge that double block a little bit, gives you more of an angle to work with if you are confident in your ability to be able to hit it onto the ground from the opposite side. Atea, six foot one, third year from Surrey. She missed all of last season with an ACL injury. And right as we come back to action, the timeout didn't seem to help the service reception. This continues, this could really bite MRU. That's another ace sent across from UBC's Anna Price. Anna Price only had all of six aces on the season coming into tonight. That was her fourth. That's a season high for her right there. So stepping out of the game now for the Cougars is Madison Marshall and in is Cassidy Kitchen, who really had a fantastic season last year. Yeah, Kitchen is a really interesting case, I'd say, because she led the team in kills last season but heading into tonight, only played in five of the Cougars 17 sets so far. Some, for whatever reason, she seems to have fallen out of favor, whether that's due to injury or something else, we're not sure. The Thunderbirds, again, another point for them. That time, the standing jump attack from Courtney Hillier. And the Cougars respond by switching their libero. It's Klimeneva now in for Hordal. The two of them really go back and forth. There's not a primary libero on this team at the moment. Gabby Atea, nice serve across again for her. Pellin getting it across to the other side now. That was set for Davies. Thunderbirds collect. Back row attack is sniffed out by the MRU side. That's a very good read of the play right there. That's uh, Kitchen, Carlson, and Davies all combining and form sort of a triple block. Evidently, they knew exactly what the Thunderbirds were setting up on that play. And last year, that was very successful for the Thunderbirds because they had people coming out of the back like whether it was Van Rijk or Davis. But now with someone who's not quite as tall or as quite as strong of a, an attack or a spike as Anna Price, it's not gonna be quite as effective for them. And as you mentioned that, the Cougars got another big block. That time it was Pippis who felt the wrath of Davies and Carlson and another point for the Cougars as they look to claw their way back in the second set. Cassidy Kitchen sending across a nice serve. That's her first look from the service line tonight. And now freezing the defense. The Thunderbirds getting back up on top, 11-7, to maintaining their earlier four-point lead. Yeah, that was Kovacs with a strong kill right there, right through the heart of the defense. Back to serve is Kayla Oxland. The de facto setter with Liv Ferlin out of place. She can also slide into the outside hitter position when Ferlin comes back. Having them both on the court provides a lot of versatility in this Thunderbird six-woman six roster, or rotation. Good rally here between the two sides. Kovacs dropping it in. Great dig there by MRU. Park enunciating and punctuating that rally with a beautiful strike to her near sideline. Yeah, that was some incredible defense from the Cougars on that play. There were three strong kills in a row before they hit a free ball 
over the top. UBC unable to take advantage as the Cougars pulled out another nice dig before Park powered home a kill on the far side. Anna Carlson sending across the serve. Kayla Oxlin long set across. And the block nearly ended that rally. Thok Boom got a big hand on it. And Thok Boom putting it down. They didn't even need to set the play. She just dumped it in and was able to get her side the point. Yeah, the combination of Davies and Thok Boom is quite an intimidating pair up at the net. Both of them 6-2. And that time it was uh, Thok Boom the second year getting it down. Helen was in there too as well, also helping on that first block. 12 to nine now for the Thunderbirds. So now back is Pippis. She sends the serve across. Point awarded here to the Thunderbirds on the double touch called against MRU. And Mount Royal, bit of a reverse from the first half. This time they're the ones that are unable so far to get any real momentum going. They've cut the lead down to two or three a couple times, but back up to four again. Chantel Park handling the serve from UBC. Davies trying to send one right into the corner, just missed it. The right side couldn't find the opposite end of the court. Yeah, Davies, after a very strong offensive uh, performance in the first set, slowed down a bit in the second. Still playing great defense, but the kills aren't there for her uh, still at the moment. MRU this time able to handle the serve more cleanly from UBC, allowing them to set up for a better offensive attack. And while UBC tried to get that set across to Anna Price, she really just isn't getting above that double block from MRU. Price had absolutely no chance there. It looked like she might have timed her jump a little bit too early as she was coming, starting to come down when she hit it and uh, her attack was swallowed whole by Thok Boom and Davies. Davies sending the, that serve across. Oxlin now quick set there from on top of the envelope. Kovacs getting the kill. That was a very quick set right there from Oxlin. They isolated Thakboom a little bit. She had no support with her on the block and Kovacs was able to uh, solve her on that possession. Kovacs back serving. She got some English on that serve. Was handled there nicely by the libero of MRU, Klimanova. And a huge strike, huge spike there from the Thunderbirds, dug out nicely by Davies. Thunderbirds are awarded the point at the end on the tip by MRU. Yeah, they finally uh, got a couple in a row over Thokboom. She looked a little bit upset with herself, the uh, former Youth Sports All-Rookie Team member. Uh, she's had a bit of an up and down game defensively, plenty of highlights so far, but also a few that she definitely want to have back. So into the technical here in the second set of play, the Thunderbirds find themselves now with a six point advantage. They lost that first set as it's getting loud here at War Memorial Gym. There are free shirts being thrown out, but the Thunderbirds on the court doing a much better job dealing with Thog Bloom up the middle. That first set they were trying to stick uh, their attacks to the same sideline from where they were uh, going up. Now they're going for those cross-court shots and it's been giving Thog Boom and whether it's Carlson or Pelland up helping her or even Davies, it's giving them a bit more trouble on their double blocks. Yeah. When uh, Thog Boom and Davies are able to combine the two of them in the double block, it's been very tough for UBC to get around them, especially when they're attacking from the corners but when it's just been one of them or different combination or even attacking from that logo right in the center of the court, the Thunderbirds have had some more success. 
for the Cougars, the libero out there, Natalia Klimanova. She's the only player on the roster not originally from Canada. She's actually from the Ukraine. She's in her third year and is really, yeah, she's just one of the few players, I believe the Thunderbirds, yeah, they have the one American in Pippis, but one of two players from outside of Canada. So after the technical, the Thunderbirds set the serve right into their own net. That will give the side out back to MRU. The interesting to note so far, the Thunderbirds, they're leading this set, even though they're hitting below 100 as a team, they're hitting uh, 048 for the game so far. So it's been a struggle that the season for them to see if they're able to keep scraping out points. This time the Thunderbirds can't come up cleanly with their attack. That will give MRU another opportunity to serve and shrink this lead. Now Park at the service line, a solid game for her so far with four kills and just nine attempts, 444 hitting percentage. Park sending that one too far, can't keep that one in play. The side out will go right back to Courtney Hillier. And that is the one part she struggled with so far. That was already her third service error of the game. She has half of her team service errors. While Courtney Hillier may have two service errors, her teammate Anna Price with four aces already on the match. That one was handled by MRU. Anna Price finding open court with a dink, not needing to hit it hard maybe to find success on offense. Yeah, that was a bit odd. Uh, Pelland turned her back to the UBC attack, evidently thinking that either UBC had already hit the ball over or that she was gonna get some support at the net. None came and it just went right over her head and for a UBC point. Courtney Hillier with a blast from the service line. She shocked herself. Yeah, she finally gets on the board with her first ace of the match, the conference leader in aces so far. Already a couple service errors, so we'll see if she's able to right that balance a little bit as the game goes on. And I mentioned that Anna Price has four aces. However, she has committed five attack errors, so her and Hillier are kind of opposite stat lines so far here tonight. Meanwhile, Hillier does now commit her third service error. Side out back to MRU and Thokbulam is back to serve. They are trailing still by six here. 19-13 advantage UBC in the second set of play. Stepping back onto the court is Erica Vermet for the Thunderbirds. Thokbulam taking her time. Jump serve, no spin on that one, handled nicely there by Worsley. Back set from Oxlin, a punch across from Atea. That time, able to get it. Anna Price smashing it through the double block. Pellin now setting it. It's rejected by the Thunderbirds. That was Anna Carlson um, unable to get it across. Kitchen making her presence felt, ending the crazy rally. Anna Price unable to keep it in friendly territory. Yeah, great back and forth right there. Mount Royal trying their best to not let this set slip away from them. Would be massive if they could go up 2-0 uh, here, but they'll have to overturn a late set deficit. Thok Boom back to serve again. This time a different look, a lot of spin on that ball. Atea goes for that cross-court shot that has been working for her, but can't get it across her own net. Yeah, Atea been uh, pretty solid up to that point with five kills, leading the team on a strong percentage, but unable to get it to go right there. Thok Boom back again. Another serve for her, that's the third in a row. Atea, similar look. This time, she gets it up high enough, and her strength on her spikes is so incredible that it went right through the hands of that double block. And it was sort of 
I'd say the, the B team double block right there, it was Pelland and Carlson, not uh, the either of the team's two best players lining up right there, Atea able to overpower them. That time Kitchen trying to get the dink snuffed out nicely there by Oxlin and Atea, but she sees another look, this time drives it with a hard cross-court shot. Worsley, the libero of UBC, unable to keep, unable to keep it up. UBC still winning 20 to 16, but there is some life here after the technical for MRU. They are looking to take a 2-0 set lead. UBC trying to keep this an even one-to-one -one set match. And that's another kill from Kitchen right there. She had two kills in just one set last match, just two in one set so far this match. Pelland with the float serve across. Cross-court attack there by UBC, however, couldn't get it up. Pippis unable to come away with it. We also have a substitution in the middle now for the Cougars as uh, the big Tasha Holness has come in to the middle to see her first action of the match. Played a bit sparingly so far, but played very well last time out. We'll see what she's able to provide off the bench now. A big presence in the middle. She'll definitely help on the block. As and she does right there. And right on cue. Her si and Davies. Her combining. and Davies. Similar height to Thok Boom out there on the court, so that really helps up front. But she is definitely an intimidating presence coming off the bench. And now they are within two points of UBC. They have clawed their way back from six down twice to bring it to 20 to just 18. Thunderbirds holding on to a slim lead here in set two. Coach Doug Reimer is going to have to do something to get his team back in a winning mentality. Yeah, the Cougars are now into the double digits as a team in blocks, while the Thunderbirds only have three so far. That's really one of the stories to this point. The Cougars really controlling the net area. It's not something they've done a ton of through the first couple weeks. They're uh, only 11th in the conference and blocked actually lower than UBC, but UBC's front line has been unable to uh, fully deal with the Cougars front line to this point. And the thing that has been really killing UBC here across these two sets has been attack errors. It's the biggest difference between these two teams. They are hitting just 061 as a team, and that is due to 16 attack errors on the UBC front compared to just five for Mount Royal. And again, part of that's gonna be due to the Cougars' very intimidating defense. You got that in your mind, thinking you gotta put a little bit extra on it in order to get it by them, and that might lead to hitting it out of bounds as the Thunderbirds do right there. Bryn Passen into the match for UBC, setting that one too far. And all of a sudden, Mount Royal just one point away from tying it here, and still a ways to go before we have a winner of this set. Pellin back serving across, handled nicely there by the libero Worsley. Back set to Atea. She's met with a massive double block. Welcome into the match very much, Tasha Holness. Great job from her on that far side. Playing a part in two blocks, very quick succession since coming in. And D Coach Doug Reimer calls another timeout as Mount Royal has tied up this set, playing some huge defense. Really since the technical, they've started to take over this second set with uh, their power in the middle. Amazing defense played so far by them. Still UBC under 100, well under 100 hitting percentage for the match. This was a six point lead at two different points within this set and UBC has seen that come all the way back to nothing. This is a tie set, 20 to 20 here. UBC trying to even it at one one apiece in this match. Meanwhile, if MRU is able to claw their way all the way back and hold on for the second set victory, that will put them up two to nothing here tonight. And this has been MRU's playbook this season so far. They actually have fewer kills this game than the Thunderbirds. 
uh, but they're doing it on a much better percentage. They're hitting over 200 as a team, and they're getting more than enough from their defense to make up that gap in the kills. A lot of blocks, 12 total on the night for them compared to just three from the Thunderbirds. The serve across barely makes it within the two antennas in their invisible line that goes straight up. The referees do get their call. However, the Thunderbirds, rather the Cougars are very upset. The Cougars are claiming that a Thunderbird uh, hit the, the netting and or the antenna on that play, which threw off Kitchen's attack. Doesn't look like the judge is gonna agree with them. And uh, it's gonna stay a Thunderbird's point, a massive point coming out of the timeout right there, trying to desperately cling to this lead that they uh, have regained for at least a moment. That's twice now that the officials and the Cougars really have not agreed on calls within the second set, 21 to 20. You call it maybe a home court advantage for UBC. Bump set there from Jost. Bryn Passon trying to dink it in. Nicely snuffed out there by Pelland. Sending that one too far is Kitchen. So this time, no argument from the Cougars' side. And you mentioned Jost, that's Casey Jost having uh, just been brought in uh, in order to serve. She's the backup libero for this team. A bit stop-start in terms of playing time this season, but she's come in, she's played a role in UBC, bringing a couple points back out of the timeout, causing coach Sandra Lamb to call a timeout of her own. That's all the timeouts for both coaches this set. After we come back here, it's going. we're going straight to the finish to whoever can take uh, this second set. Jost, last year even, had a specific role as a a strange role, really, if you think about it, as a libero and then a serving specialist, something not too commonly found. But she, she also can kind of sub in as a defensive specialist in a non-libero-specific role because of her defensive uh, abilities. Yes, there were times last season the Thunderbirds would be playing both her and Patcor or Worsley at the same time as a two-libero thing. She, uh, as you mentioned, lines up surprisingly often without uh, the libero position that she's in right now along with Worsley. Jost with a nice serve across. Quick set there. Holness couldn't get it above the Thunderbirds block. This time going cross court is Kitchen exactly on the sideline. Great placement by her past the outstretched arm of Worsley. That's now a season high in kills for Kitchen as uh, she's repaying Coach Lamb's uh, faith in her here in the second set. Worsley there trying to talk to the sideline official saying that one wasn't in the boundaries of the court, but to no avail. None of these arguments have really changed their mind at the end of the day here tonight. 22-21, Thunderbirds were clinging on to a very slim lead. It is back to even here, 22 all. That's another substitute right there, number 12, Haley Rowe, the third year outside hitter from uh, Airdrie, Alberta. She's been very erratic in terms of playing time this season, seeing some action here. Serve sent across there by Kitchen. Set to the near side from Oxland to Passen, and Passen using her full frame to get that one dinked right above the block and drop in for a point for UBC. That's where being six feet tall helps as she's able to just get enough reach to tip that ball over the double block. Kayla Oxland back to serve. That left-handed serve has been giving MRU trouble. This time they are able to handle it. Set there from Jost. And going up is the rookie, Erica Vernet, not able to get it past the block of MRU. Yeah, that's Holness again coming up. She had three blocks in her last match, a bit of a breakout performance, really earning more play time, and she's earning it once again, another three-block performance here. And she's only just played it 
in the back half of this set. And look at this intimidation now out there on the court. You have Carly Davies, you have Thokboom, and you have Holness, three huge figures on the court for MRU. Gonna be difficult for UBC to get past them defensively, but they don't even need to go to defense as a big kill there. Comes That's for MRU in a very important time, 24-23. Yeah, subs again paying off for Sandra Lamb as that was Roe getting her second kill in as many attempts and now a set point for Mount Royal after a great comeback. Doug Reimer courtside talking to his team saying that the floor is not playable. It's a bit wet so we'll have a quick pause and play here. You wonder if maybe that's more of a... Uh, coaching strategy that he's learned over his many, many years to help calm his team down as it he makes him go back. He's still pointing it out. They're making Anna Price uh, wipe the floor down with a little hand towel right there. We'll see if that's a bit of uh, icing the server right there as it's Holness with a chance to put Mount Royal up 2-0 in set count. Tasha Holness back to serve. MRU leading by one. A knuckleball. Great serve by her. Great job from passing to keep that one alive. But what is it besides that double block? It is Davies and Thokboom there to meet the Thunderbird attack. And that is MRU now up two sets to none here at War Memorial Gym. I mentioned uh, how Sandra Lamb was probably very thrilled with how the first set went. Won't be as happy with how uh, they had to come back right at the death of that second set. But what a comeback that was. UBC, after the technical, had a six-point lead. They had multiple occasions where they were up four or five or three points, unable to close the deal. Mount Royal came storming back with some great play in that second set. Right now, like you said, it hasn't really been about kills for MRU, but more forcing errors on the other side and having strong defense. They've done that. an amazing job at forcing errors out of this Thunderbirds side. Thunderbirds look a little bit shaken at uh, different points. For UBC, the leader on offense has been Gabby Atea, followed by Kovacs. Atea with six kills, Kovacs with four. And on MRU side, Chantel Park does have the high, but it's just four kills for their side. Davies with three. Madison Marshall has been a consistent force along with Park, Anna Carlson, and Cassidy Kitchen. All of those four players hitting above 400. Meanwhile, for the Thunderbirds, it has been a rough go of it as a team. Their hitting percentages just have not been there. A again, a lot of forced errors because of MRU's strong defense and really big presence up at the net. Yeah, both Price and Hurley are really struggling to get by that MRU defense. They're both hitting in the negatives. Price, in particular, negative 250 with five attack errors and only two kills on her 12 attempts. Meanwhile, Kovacs, four kills on only five attacks. She's only had five attacks, but she's hitting 800 on them along with a couple blocks. Someone who Thunderbirds might want to look to try and get more uh, utilization out of in the third set as they now have to win three in a row if they're going to start their home opener with, uh, with a win. The one part of the game that has been going in UBC's favor is the service line more or less. They found some success with Oxlin's left hand as well as Hillier even had a, a uh, ace of her own. There's been a couple of players who have occasionally found success. Anna Price has, I mean, the, the night high of four aces. But it's really because there's been a lot of reception errors on the other side, 10 of them to just UBC's four. So although there has been that one facet of the game you, that UBC has dominated, everything else 
really more or less has been going in Mount Royal's favor. If UBC is to stage the comeback in this match, it's going to have to happen at the net. Someone or group people is going to have to step up to this big, powerful uh, Mount Royal front line. I'd say they've got three middles, if you want to count wholeness along with Thoughtboom and Davies playing uh, better than any of UBC's primary defenders out there. So now going into the third set in just a couple more minutes, we're going to take a quick look around the league, see where everyone matches up. We mentioned that Mount Royal is out to a great 4-0 start. They have eight points on the season, and they are tied with two other teams up at the top. That's Thompson Rivers and Trinity Western. Meanwhile, following nearby are both Saskatchewan and UBC in a uh, tie for what is fourth place. And then McEwen and UBC Okanagan are both at two apiece. Alberta and Regina are one and three. Brandon, who has had an early bye, along with Manitoba, are both 0-2. And, and Calgary, the Dinos, 0-4, along with the Winnipeg Westman. Dinos, a bit of a surprise to see them at 0-4. Um, historically, that program, both men's and women's, have been rather strong. And looking at the games, uh, other games currently in progress, Saskatchewan got a sweep at home over Brandon. Another win for them that's going to put them up at 4-1 start the season. Good start for them. Uh, Trinity Western looks like they're on their way to a victory at home over McEwen. They're up 2-0 in set count and currently leading early on in that third set. While UBC Okanagan at home is up 1-0 in set count over Manitoba. And they are also winning in the second set at the technical. So every home team except UBC doing well so far on this Friday evening. No home court advantage. No home court advantage so far. And... Uh, We'll see if Coach Reimer, oh, I was about to say, we'll see if Coach Reimer does turn to Jade Robertson again, and she is out there to start the third set. She's someone I feel that uh, has to play a big role. Thunderbirds are going to claw their way back into it because she is one of the players that has the size and the power to match up with this uh, MRU front court. Atea also does have the si size, but uh, she's not had as big of a presence at the net, even though she is leading the Thunderbirds in block so far this season. Thank you again for listening. This is Jacob Aaron, Jake McGrail. You are hearing or seeing, depending if you're listening on CITR 101.9 or Canada West TV, the Canada West Volleyball action brought to you by Co-op. It's the UBC Thunderbirds taking on the MRU Cougars, and Mount Royal has a 2-0 set lead into the game for the Cougars is Cassidy Kitchen, who did not start off in the top six. She sends that serve too far. You talked about a different look on the side of the Thunderbirds. I also saw that up and ready, not yet entered the game, was Jess Goodridge, another libero for the Thunderbirds. But on the side of the Cougars, Tasha Holness had a big effect towards the back end of that second set, and she is still out there on the court. Yeah, both Holness and Kitchen, the substitutes, they earned a playing time in this third set. Meanwhile, uh, Robertson is the only change for the Thunderbirds. One to one now after a Thunderbirds service error. It is Holness back to serve for the Cougars. Anna Price handles the serve from Tasha Holness. The set to Atea, and she gets it right through the double block. It seemed that more or less Thogbulam was surprised that it was able to get through. She's been so successful up at the net earlier in this game. And it's one of the few times this match they've been able to get a point off of uh, when both Thockboom and Davies are lined up next to each other. Got it right through them and forced it down for the point. Set across there from Pellin. Thunderbirds able to keep it in the air. Back set there from the libero Worsley. 
Anna Price trying to find the seam down the center. Nice read by MRU. However, that is a four touches on the side of the Cougars. UBC awarded the point on the violation. Again, a quick momentum shift here early on. We'll see if they are able to finish this set off though. Thunderbirds leading three to one. A near ace there. Just able to get it across our MRU. It's a free ball for UBC. And my goodness, Gabby Atea in the middle with an absolute missile off the face of, I believe that was, it was Pelland. Pelland. Yeah, she had no chance on that one. A bit of a smile on her face after she got absolutely nailed by Atea. Had no chance of controlling it. Pippis with the float serve across a very different look than the recent kill there from Gabby Atea. Long and high set there from Worsley. Didn't pay off as the maybe the height and the timing of it allowed MRU to get set and get that block up. I mentioned that I felt uh, Kovacs deserved more attacks to try and uh, upper kill count. She got an attack right there, swallowed up by that double block. Sending that one across is Carly Davies. UBC just able to keep it in there, nearly scraping the ceiling. This is a free ball now for MRU. You'll see who's gonna get to strike it. And it will indeed be Haley Rowe, who didn't start this game either, the third year from Air, Airdrie, Alberta, getting the kill there for the MRU side. Her, yeah, her playing time has been interesting. In two games this season, she's played every set. In another two, she's barely played any. This is trending more towards the former here, especially now that she has three kills. Gabby Atea blocked by MRU. It's been a theme all night. The Thunderbirds not even able to get their ball across. Up the middle, Thok Boom trying to get it over the block. She's unsuccessful. Anna Price finds the near side. However, can't get the tip, and the point is awarded to MRU, so we are knotted at four all here early on in this third set. MRU is up in the match right now, two sets to none. Serving that one across is Davies. They have struggled, the Thunderbirds, in receiving those serves across from Davies. The setter's dump there from Pelland is unsuccessful. Usually when you go for those, you are a bit closer to the net than she was set up. She was about three feet away. Generally, you're about one to two, and that may have contributed to her not getting the ball across. Yeah, not a uh, great play from Pelland right there. Instead of setting up her teammate, opted to go for a bit more selfish play. Sometimes it works out, but that time she hit it straight into her own net. Selfish or strategic, didn't work for her. However, this time the Thunderbirds getting the ace that's coming in from Kovacs. Kovacs ace gives the Thunderbirds a six to four advantage here in this third set of action. That time the serve was dug up nicely there by Kitchen, a big kill there from Rowe. She's been a great addition to this really multifaceted rotation that we've seen on the court for MRU. It hasn't been any big four that we really talked about coming into this game. It's been a, it's been a whole contribution from many bench players throughout this match so far. Back set there from Oxland. A bit of miscommunication there from Robertson again. Seems like she's not quite on the same page with the other players. Set there from Pellin and Thok Boom up the middle. Massive strike. Unable to do anything with it there was Pup Pippis as she couldn't get the Thok Boom strike. Yeah, it's just a very well-rounded performance from MRU so far. You got Klimanova, the libero out there coming off the bench. Rowe, Holness, Kitchen all providing sparks and uh, Coach Lamb is just rolling with what's working right now, starting a at least half bench lineup to start and the third set. And if you're Coach Doug Reimer, these are the moments where you wish maybe Kira Van Rijk hadn't signed that great contract to go overseas. 
the libero, Kimenova with the set, unable to get it across her MRU, so by default, the UBC Thunderbirds awarded the point. 7-6 advantage, T-Birds. Yeah, not a great set. It was a bump back set right there. Kitchen had to lean back a little bit to try and get her hand on it, was unable to get any height on it, hit her own net. Serve across there from Atea. The fake there from the MRU side. Joust at the net there, briefly won momentarily by the Thunderbirds. Thok Boom setting up great dig by Worsley. Far side, Anna Price gets it to the back. Keeping it alive is Haley Rowan, the Cougars. Long rally here between the two sides. Pippis gets it across. This is definitely the longest rally of the match so far. It's one of those moments of determination. And at the end of it, the Thunderbirds come up victorious. That was Kayla Oxland. Yeah, and I mentioned how it can be a bit of a selfish play sometimes, but it can also be a perfect play to catch the defense off guard. And then in the middle of that crazy rally, on standing on the logo, all five foot eight of Kayla Oxland rises high, powers it to the back corner for the, her first kill of the match. Substitution here as we see the Cougars bring back into the match Chantel Park. Back to serve for UBC is Gabby Atea. Chantel Park getting immediate work as she handles the serve and she gets the kill through the double block. 5-8 Oxland, not too much of a difficulty there for the much taller uh, Chantel Park. Yeah, she got a bit of an extended break given how well both Kitchen and Rowe were playing. Must uh, be a little bit fresh coming in now in the third set. It's not just a height change between her and Oxland, but Park is much more muscularly built. So a lot of the players on the opposition have bigger frames for MRU, which is gonna give them a power advantage on their strikes compared to UBC. Anna Price back nine to seven. UBC still holding on to this lead here in this third set. It is do or die for them here tonight. Anna Price, can you say five aces? <laughs> Wow, what a night for her. For as much as she struggled on her attacks at the net, she has been a monster at the service line. Almost as many aces in this match as she had in her previous four. Anna Price, this one clipping the top, nearly dropping in for another ace. Nice job by Park getting her hand pancaked on the ground. And for it's a change of events here as it's UBC coming up with the big block. Robertson, yeah. right on cue. That's the sort of impact Robertson can have. She didn't lead the Thunderbirds in blocks last season. And again, Oxland playing much bigger than her frame might suggest. She has incredible uh, jumping ability, able to get right above that net to get a hand on it. So this forces head coach of the MRU, Sandra Lamb, to take a timeout as her team is trailing 11-7. This hasn't been a foreign situation to her squad so far here tonight. They were trailing by as many as six at two separate occasions in that second set. They rallied back. They were trailing by four in that first set as well. So all of these have came back from behind. UBC coach Doug Reimer wondering what he can do to get his team to continue all the way to play through the end of a set and grab a victory. It's gonna come with the small uh, incremental changes in order to get themselves back into a position where they can at least make it to a fifth in deciding final set. He's leaving Robertson out there. It looks like they've at least temporarily found a group that's been working well out there. On MRU side, Holness is back in. Rowe continues to play as well. Anna Price sending that one across. Park handling it. Back set there from Pellin back to Park. Gabby Atea of the Thunderbirds taking control. UBC sends across a bit of a free ball. 
and a huge outside swing play there from the Cougars, and it was Tasha Holness with a massive cross-court strike. Yeah, that comes back to not a great set there from Oxlin. Really uh, did not uh, give her uh, teammate Anna Price any favors on that attack, forcing Price to give up basically a free ball and a weak attack. Quinn Pelland, the setter of the Cougars, gets that serve across. And on the far side for the Thunderbirds, that was Pippas trying to get her serve across. She was blocked, and then she tried to keep it up in the air, but as she was falling to the ground, there was no chance for her to do that. It had been, been a little bit since the Cougars had an emphatic block in Davies Oblige right there. Again, uh, her name on the score sheet once again. Sending it across there is Pelland. Thunderbirds trying to not let this lead slip. Pelland, or rather, Holness finding the back of the court. It froze the back three of the Thunderbirds defense. Doug Reimer not happy with what he's seeing going out to talk to his back row. It looks like he was very close to calling a timeout right there. He still has both of his timeouts for this third set. I'd imagine if Cougars score in this rally, he will call one. Quick set there between Oxland and Robertson, and nothing seems to be going well offensively right now for the Thunderbirds. Their points are mostly coming from the service line or errors from the other side. They just haven't been able to get it past what has been a, a massive trio between now Holness, Thogboom, and Carly Davies up front. Pellin sending across the serve, dug out nicely by Worsley. If you can't get it by him on the third hit, might as well go for the second. Kayla Oxland couldn't quite get the kill there with the setter's dump. Back set there, Davies gets her team into the lead, 12 to 11. The Thunderbirds have seen their lead slip away and it looks like we will have a substitution. Bryn Passen coming on. Reimer trying anything to get his team into the lead. That will bring Pippis off of the court. He is trying to let them play through their struggles right now. I thought he would call a timeout, but Mount Royal now taking a one-point lead and Reimer holding on to both of his uh, timeouts. Pellin sending across a float serve. She's seen a, she's given a different she served another block, and it looks like we'll have another substitution for UBC here as Hillier should be coming back onto the court. And with that, Jade Robertson will promptly step off. That's three straight points coming off blocks from three different Cougars players. That time was Park all by herself rising up and slamming it back onto the Thunderbird side of the court. So 13-11, it has been a six-point run here for the Cougars. Atea, the backcourt look does not find the court as it sails much too far beyond the baseline. 14-11, this was 11-7, and that lead has now slipped away. It has been, if I can do my math correctly, at seven straight points now for MRU, and that is the moment where Doug Reimer is finally taking a timeout, struggling to find what he can do. It's They're looking at a bit of deja vu right now at that second set, although this is this comeback is a lot quicker and it's coming a lot earlier in uh, the set. Last time it took until after the technical for Mount Royal to turn it on. This time, uh, whatever Coach Lamb said to them in the timeout she called a little bit ago has worked like a charm as they've reeled off a very impressive run. This has been Mount Royal's game so far. Bit of back and forth, but then for multiple distinct stretches, they have absolutely dominated the Thunderbirds and those uh, quick pushes are what have given them 
the two set wins and then now the lead in this potentially decisive third set as the Thunderbirds look to try and salvage any hope of a comeback. And we'll see what they're able to do here. They, last year with Tessa Davis up the middle, that's what gave them a lot of height and power. She delivered both of those. Jade Robertson, really their best option, but she is still trying to come back from concussion. She's a bit rusty. She hasn't seen play time as of late. So they're doing the best they can with some different options on the court. They are able, well, I thought it, they were able to get a point there. However, it was awarded to MRU. Doug Reimer not too happy about it either. It looked like the players knew it, though. Some half-hearted celebrations, but as soon as uh, Passon saw that touchdown on the far side, there's no fist pump, no smiles there. She knew she'd hit it just too long. Sent across here from the setter, Quinn Pelland of the Cougars. Pelland takes it off the body, not quite able to keep it up with Chantel Park. Thunderbirds, their first point in a long time. That was an eight-point stretch there for the opposition. The Mount Royal Cougars finally see their crazy run come to an end right before the technical timeout. And the second time this set, Pelland's taking a hard shot to the upper body. That time, nearly a mishandle there from the libero Klimanova. Another very close uh, point right there. That was Haley Rowe hit it just too far, similar to pass on just a few rallies ago. Courtney Hillier back. Since she's came on, the Thunderbirds have been finding a bit more success. However, she does send that serve too far. It's four service aces for her now on the night. A tough uh, game for Hillier dealing with Plenty of errors, both attack errors and service errors, hitting in the negatives in both. Definitely a night to forget from her after she played so well uh, the Thunderbirds last time out against Saskatchewan despite the loss. Uh, definitely some inconsistency from her so far, and the Thunderbirds after that 3-0 start look like they might lose back-to-back -back games. And looking historically at these two teams, we briefly touched on it at the top of the broadcast. Two and seven all time are the Mount Royal Cougars. They're making a very convincing case to change that to three and seven all time against UBC. That last meeting that they had was back in last January. It was a three to one UBC win where they couldn't slow down the Thunderbirds offense, but that's when they had, you know, a lot of different great offensive options. Dolly Thokboom was the only Cougar who had more than five kills. And now, although it hasn't been really a few standouts everyone has contributed across the boards there's been a plethora of bodies up front delivering big blocks for mount royal and really they have been the dominant team out here tonight it may not show an offensive statistics but if you're watching this game they have just been able to limit what ubc has been able to do a fantastic well-rounded performance from the cougars to this point although coach lamb is definitely making sure none of them will take their foot off the gas now UBC unable to get it across again. A joust at the net goes in MRU's favor. Now a free ball sent across. Back set, or rather a quick set from Pellens to Tasha Holness. Big kill right down the middle. Holness has been a great addition into this starting six, into the six women on the court here tonight for MRU. Yeah, they've been coming in waves tonight. So valuable if you can go eight, nine, ten deep. This time, Thunderbirds handled the serve. Passon tries to get it across. Great job by Park, just keeping that one alive. And there is some kind of role that MRU is on right now. All the momentum is in their favor. That's another kill for them. That time, it was Haley Rowe. And again, another bench player. Her and Holness both providing offensive firepower along with Kitchen, who's now back on the bench. 
The Thunderbirds have just two points compared to the last 11 for MRU. It has been some kind of a roll. Far side, another one getting the wipe. Oxland nor Kovacs could do anything. Reimer is pacing, trying to rack his brain about what to do. Calls He's timeout. It's uh, Thunderbirds' last timeout for this set, their second of the set. You can see after that uh, play, Kovacs walking away from the net, really shaking her head, very disappointed that neither her or Oxland were able to stop that attack from Rowe who's now, uh, I believe, up to half a dozen kills in this game off the bench. Very impressive considering that she only came in right at the end of that second set. Kitchen, Davies, Thogboom, Rowe, Marshall, Wholeness, all contributing in big ways for MRU. And the UBC side right now does look rather deflated. Their energy just compared to MRU's is really showing. You wonder if it's some mental fatigue or physical fatigue, maybe a bit of both. But this side, they are relentless. They are so deep on MRU. And meanwhile, UBC is dealing with a ton of injuries and a transition, uh, a transitional year, that is. So MRU just keeps on pounding. They show their depth. No matter who they bring out, it seems that they're no less effective. Yeah, I mean, Marshall, the team leader in kills, has really been on the bench for a long time. She didn't play a ton in the second set. Hasn't played at all so far in the third set, but it hasn't mattered. Thunderbirds getting a bit of a break there. Worsley nearly contacting that serve sent across by Chantal Park, just missing the far corner. It was within a couple of inches. If the Thunderbirds are going to start a comeback, it has to be now down 19 to 14 with no timeouts left. They are trailing two sets to none against the Mount Royal Cougars. UBC Volleyball action brought to you by Co-op. And here goes MRU again. Another kill there by Haley Rowe. She's been great on the court all night. Coming into the game now, we will see Wholeness take a seat, and for the first time, Chloe Shum will step into the game. She's from London, Ontario originally. Yeah, Shum, uh, first year, been used sparingly as a serving specialist so far. She's been brought in here, trying to get on some sort of run for the Cougar to see this game out, and gets an ace right there, and she is fired up after that. That is her fourth ace of the season already, impressive considering uh, the number of serves that she gets compared to some of her teammates. No service errors too in the season so far. Well, there's her first one, but she has been rather consistent throughout the season. I apologize, Chloe, that was definitely all my fault right there. Bit of a jinx on your part, Jake. But no matter, the UBC Thunderbirds appreciate it as they are trailing by six now after having been up four earlier in this set. It's 15 to 21. They have just four points to play with in terms of what their opposition needs to get to close out the entirety of this match. Bryn passing back to serve. Handled by Park. Set from the libero, Klimanova. Thunderbirds just able to keep it up. It is a free ball sent across from Worsley. Lots of time to set a play. Quick set there. Thuckboom with a masterful shot through the middle. And Anna Price unfortunately ending the Thunderbirds run and that's what they've been doing all night on the MRU side, just forcing UBC to make errors, trying to get past yep. their big blockers up front. Price trying to go for that cross-court attack, unable to get it to work, going a bit too long. 22-15, serving it is Davies, who has been great all night. Passing, handling it. UBC almost awarded a point there, but nice dig. They've been great at digs as well all night. MRU side, nice block there from the Thunderbirds. Getting that one across is Rowe. 
Worsley back set for Price, who dinks it over, doesn't opt for the big swing. Park this time also trying to get it over. A nice rally here between these two sides. Atea sending that one. She thought she might have got a tip. However, the point is awarded to MRU, who is now up by 8, 23-15. The life has been taken out of this crowd, but lurking around the corner is the men's team who are getting ready to, to get their match started just about 20 or 30 minutes after the conclusion of this one. Kayla Oxland, bump set there. Kovacs trying to get it in, sailing too far. That is 15-24, it is set and match point now. There is nine to play with, which should be all but a clincher. And this is crazy to think that the Thunderbirds had a four point lead in this set. Yeah, it's been absolute domination ever since uh, Sandra Lamb called the timeout early on in the set. Here goes MRU. And that, folks, is it. MRU, a dominant victory here tonight on the road. That will bring them to 5-0 on the season. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds dropped their second straight to go to 3-2. Struggling with some injuries right now. Jade Robertson did make an appearance tonight on a couple different occasions, but it seemed like there was a bit of rust maybe on her part, communication with the others. So next up will be the men's side. What are some of your takeaways from this game, Jake? I mean, it was pretty fitting that it was the substitute Haley Rowe who got that match winning or match clinching kill right at the end there. MRU, so many strong performers in this one. You had four coming off the bench, if you include the libero, Klimenova, who all contributed, making it 11 Cougars that saw significant action tonight. Marshall and Park didn't even have a crazy game from an offensive perspective, but MRU still cruised to victory on the back of that very deep attack and the incredible defense. That was an absolutely uh, masterclass performance from uh, the Cougars on that defensive end. And if you think about it, going back to that second set, when they brought in Tasha Holness, they became a whole different machine. Her presence on the court seemed to bring something a little bit extra, not that they weren't already strong enough, but from that point on, they really got rolling. And towards the end of that third set, what a roll that was. It was real, I think if you go back to when it was 11 to seven, it ended up being 25 to 15. So it goes to show you the Thunderbirds could only muster four points compared to the rest of the set was went from 25 to seven. That is a massive difference. That is 18 points put up by MRU. So it was a huge uh, blow to the Thunderbirds who will try and come back next, next week or tomorrow night actually, which we will also be covering and grab at least a series split. Yeah, that'll definitely be a big ask because if Mount Royal can play like they did uh, tonight, again, tomorrow night, uh, they stand a very good chance of going to a incredible 6-0 and to start the season. Meanwhile, that could also drop the Thunderbirds to 3-3, three and three, so they are definitely going to go back to the chalkboard, try and create some new plays to get past that big blocking. Next up will be the men's match between these two sides. We'll be back in about 20 to 25 minutes with some more Canada West volleyball coverage. This has been Jacob Air and Jake McGrail on both CITR 101.9 and Canada West TV brought to you by Co-op. We will be back with more volleyball momentarily.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. And now, for our more dreadful sacrifice. The music you are listening to is completely electronic. Only a fool would ignore this. I'd like to demonstrate for you some of the rather more weird kinds of sounds. See how relaxed you're getting? Every Sunday night at 7 o'clock here on CITR 101.9 FM is More Than Human, your weekly guide to all that is new, weird and wonderful in the world of electronic music. So please join me, Gareth Moses, for electronic music old and new, inane comments and the occasional sacrifice. More Than Human on CITR.
Down. Um. 
Hello again, folks. This is Corey Branson with CITR Sports. You are listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting live from the UBC Point Grey campus on the unceded territory of the Hunkamenem-speaking Musqueam people. We have Game 2 of our doubleheader, our Thunderbirds doubleheader in volleyball tonight. Perhaps you caught our women's team. They had a tough match just a couple of minutes ago, losing three sets to nothing against the Mount Royal Cougars. Both of those teams will be back at it tomorrow at 5 p.m. You can catch that on Canada West. Coming up now, however, we do have those same two teams, but the men's teams for both of them. So it is the 1-3 and three UBC Thunderbirds and the 2-2 two and two Mount Royal Cougars. They will be finishing off the night for us. It is Jacob Ayer and Jake McGrail, my colleagues here at CITR Sports, who will have the call for you. We'll take you live to the War Memorial Gym right now. second on the team in kills. Thunderbirds able to keep it alive. It was nearly an ace to begin this match. Thank you for tuning in. And down the line, a line shot from Matt Neves just misses wide. And Godi Jibby is actually not in the starting rotation. It is Keel Prince, the setter for the Cougars, who is also on the court for them. So back serving now is number four, Chris Byam. He has a very strong jump serve. This time he hits it into his own net. Things are knotted up at one apiece. Byram played in every match so far this season. Just under three kills per set, although he is only hitting a 174 hitting percentage. Cougars will hope that that'll improve as he gains more experience. Again, this is just his fifth career Canada West match. Back serving for the UBC side is setter Ben Hooker. Has a nice float serve there with a bit of knuckle action. That is a free ball now across for the Thunderbirds. Set there from Hooker into Shane. Swinging and getting a bit of a roll shot off his hands. Going up and getting the wipe is Trent Mounder, the man who the offense runs through on the side of the Cougars. Yeah, we're going to be seeing a lot of Mounter. He's hitting just under 300 while, short, while shouldering the main offensive duty. Very impressive. Also one of only two seniors who uh, sees regular playing time on this young Cougars team. Mount, Mounter with another big jump spin. Great job there from the libero of the Thunderbirds, Jonathan Lee. However, the point will be awarded to Mount Royal here. It's of note that Jonathan, it's worthy of noting that Jonathan Lee is new to this Thunderbird team. Usually the libero that they have opted with in the past is Tyson Smith. So this is a bit of different look out on the court for them here today. Three to one in favor of the Mount Royal Cougars and that throws Lou and Lee who both try to let it go, but it managed to stay within the baseline thanks to a lot of downward spin action. And that was Mounter again starting off strong with the departure of Smith. He is the unquestioned ace of this team and uh, he started out looking like it. Mounter still on a roll, four to one for the Cougars. That time Lee able to duck out of the way, letting it sail beyond the baseline. Side out now back to the Thunderbirds. Now Lou at the service line, as you mentioned, uh, one of the brighter spots on the team last year, entering his third year now. He's been a bit up and down, but he has been Thunderbirds uh, option B so far behind Matt Neves as he has a monster ace. Mounter dove to the ground, but Lou with an absolute cannon 
of a serve to the back corner to get the Thunderbirds within one early on. It's an all or nothing jump spin approach that Lou goes for and you can see why it's so effective. Very hard to defend. It's coming off of his hand at a very fast speed. That time it does hit the tape of his own net. Side out will give the Mount Royal Cougars back the volleyball. They are in the lead here in the first set of play, five to three. If you missed last match's action in, on the women's side, the MRU Cougars swept UBC in three sets to none. Back here on the men's side, Michael Dalhaniak grabbing the rebound and able to put it down in the center court bringing the Thunderbirds within one point here in the first set. They're just trailing four to five. Dalhaniak's had a bit of a smaller role this year compared to what he has last year with a few benching so far. He does get the start today though, so we'll see what he can bring to the table. Jordan DeShane of the Thunderbirds setting across the serve. Mounter handled it there. Going up to the net was were the Cougars. However, they were unable to send it across and that offered another great moment for Dalhaniak to get the ball across on a cut shot and when he is good when he is playing well he is a peak elite player he has so much raw athleticism it's unbelievable it is all physically you could not ask for uh, any more for from uh, Dalhaniak it's just about that consistency in uh, output Gorman the libero handling it for the Cougars that ends up being a point for his team as they get a line shot on their far side of the court. Now it is Matt Solly, the other fifth year who gets regular playing time, who doesn't actually usually get a ton of kills. He has a hitting percentage of, of just 0-2-3 this season. Meanwhile, he's leading Canada West in digs from the outside hitter role, which is quite unusual. So the way that they use Solly as more is more of a defensive specialist. Mm -hmm. The Cougars tend to not focus on the libero position as much as some other programs might. He, so Solly really fits that role because of the players that they lost last year, including uh, Jonathan Phillips. Right, Jonathan Phillips was the libero who led all of Canada West in digs and was second in digs per set. And of course, their real big star last year, Tyler Schmidt, he led Canada West in kills percent and was second overall in kills. They also lost Tanner Graves, who was fourth in assists per set. So they lost the main playmaker, offensive and defensive components of their team. So while they're rebuilding, they're still able to find some defense through Solly. And Neves with a massive kill for the Thunderbirds flying through the air. He's able to use his big frame in, to his advantage there. He's filled out a bit this year. He was a bit scrawnier last year and he's has a little more experience under his belt, has really taken a leadership role on this Thunderbirds team. Dalhaniak with a jump spin serve. Going up and slamming it down there was Lewis Lange. Yeah, Thunderbirds not mustering up a ton of defense at the net right there. Gerard Murray, the sophomore, unable to slide over in time. And that was a, basically a free point for Lange right there. Lange back to serve. His team in the lead, 8-7 to seven in this first set of play. Dalhaniak, nice dig. Colton Liu, free ball across now for the Cougars. Back set. That time with the smash was Byam. Colton Liu back at the other end. He sends that one too far. No tip on the play. And point will be awarded to the Cougars. Yeah, Liu and his teammates are trying to claim that one. Maybe trying to influence the judge's decision a little bit there. But uh, 
neither official judge it to have come off one of the hands of the Cougars. Sending that one across there is Lange. And this time the Thunderbird is able to reclaim possession of the ball. Nice job there just finding some open court. That was a great play right there from Murray. It looked like he was gonna let it go to Lou on the far side, but at the last second, sneaks in his arm over the top and uh, gets the little quick dump down to the logo. Gerard Murray, originally from Winnipeg, sending that one across for the Thunderbirds. And what an absolute slam there by Trent Mounter. You hope that Gerard Murray is okay, taking that one right to the face. Oh my word, there, <laughs> there is an audible gasp from the crowd because that ball from Mounter hit him square in the jaw. You hope he's okay. He'll probably get a quick concussion check. Ball was coming in very hard. That time the serve across from Bayam goes too far. Bayam, a rookie, has really had a great, he's been a big addition to this team, originally from Bow Island, Alberta. He's played in every match this season and is second on the team in kills with 47 and has the second highest kills per set at 2.94. The libero Gorman sets it for Mounter, gets it across. Now set from Hooker of UBC. Big solo block there by the setter, Keel Prince. Yes, uh, Keel Prince, not the tallest player on the team standing at 6'1", but he needed absolutely no help there to go up against the 6'5 Lou, stare him down, and uh, send the ball back right at him uh, for good measure. It's always exciting when a setter of a much generally sh shorter stature is able to get up against a big outside hitter. This time the serve was handled not too cleanly by the Thunderbirds. It was sent over for the Cougars, but the Thunderbirds stay alive. A bit of a messy play up there at the net. Time to set now for the Cougars. Bit of a over bump there. Now the Thunderbirds have a chance to make a strong attack play. And Matt Neves is met by a wall, which included, again, Keel Prince, as well as Jace Martin. Yeah, Martin uh, helping him out right there. And this is looking a little reminiscent to the women's match we saw earlier, Mount Royal putting up a solid wall at the net early on. Nine to 12, UBC is trailing here in this first set of play. Another strong serve there from Mounter. And yet another block. Wow, Keel Prince, he is the setter, 6-1. Prince is dominating on this near side right now. That's three straight blocks that he's been a primary member of as he's uh, completely rebuffed UBC's attacks down that flank. Now 13-9 has caused Coach Mike Hawkins to call the first timeout here as the Thunderbirds find themselves in an early hole. So down by four, Mike Hawkins taking a timeout. Coach Hawkins for UBC spent several years with Thompson Rivers and UBC Okanagan. Um, he's now starting his second season as the head coach of the Thunderbirds men's volleyball team. He's actually following Kerry McDonald's appointment. His appointment as the men's volleyball coach is following Kerry McDonald, who stepped down from the position to become in charge of the director of sports science, medicine, and information with Volleyball Canada in 2018. Congrats to Kerry McDonald for that. But Hawkins was initially tabbed as the interim coach, and then he eventually took it on permanently. He's from Lethbridge, Alberta originally. He played for the Wolf Pack back in his day, before he later served as his assistant and then an interim head coach with them. Eventually he went over to uh, UBC Okanagan Heat as an assistant, and then he finally wound up here. But he did find a lot of success later in that season with them, 
So UBC hoping to continue to grow under his helpful watch. Yeah, as uh, Mounter hits a service error right there, I'd like to point out that UBC's problem so far this season, although they are one and three, hasn't usually been their offense. They're first in Canada West in kills per set. It's usually been more the defense that's letting them down, but this time their offense has been a bit stuck uh, against uh, the Cougars so far. They're trailing 10 to three. Lou can't help his own cause there, slams his serve into his net. That will give the side out back here to the Cougars, and it will be Jace Martin serving. You mentioned Lou's all or nothing approach at the service line. It's indicative of the, th of the Thunderbirds as a whole. They rack up a lot of service errors as a team. Martin sending that one across. He's in his second year at Mount Royal. The five foot six libero, Jonathan Lee, gets that across for UBC. Meanwhile, getting the job done for MRU. That was Lewis Lange. Yeah, not a great play. Mix up between Neves and Lou, forcing uh, Lee to have to give up a free ball, which is immediately turned into a kill by the Cougars. Jace Martin sending across the serve for MRU. Michael Dauhaniak near side for UBC. It is handled, however, but the joust at the net, it goes to the much taller Matt Neves. There was never really a battle on the other side there from Matt Solly. Yeah, Mount Royal, I guess, felt bad about the previous rally and decided to give the Thunderbirds an overbump right back, and Neves made no mistake. Stepping back for UBC to take the serve is Jordan DeShane. The king of consistency is what we've noticed over the years with DeShane. That one, Hooker wasn't quite able to keep in the air. For a second, it looked like he had pancaked his hand under the ground, but alas, he actually allowed the ball to slip just under. That will take us into the technical here in the first set of play with MRU up five points by a score of 16 to 11. He mentioned right before that uh, previous rally, DeShane, king of consistency for this team. He has been a bit muted so far, hasn't really stood out uh, in this first set, but on the season so far, hitting 460 while increasing his kill count from last season to 1.8 kills per set. He had 10 kills last match against Saskatchewan. That matched his season high from last season. He's got 16 blocks as well, twice as many as anyone else on the team. Thunderbirds really need uh, to get him going if they're gonna match up with this Cougars uh, net presence so far. And what are you seeing on the MRU side besides their big presence at the net that has them going in the right direction and grabbing this early lead? Uh, Prince, uh, obviously the blocks have been pretty incredible, Aside, but also aside from a couple blips, he's done a good job uh, really diversifying the Cougars attack. They're not just going to one person or one side of the court every single time. Yeah, Everyone's they, getting they've involved. They've fed Lange, they've fed uh, Solly, they've fed Mounter quite a bit, but it, like you're saying, they have had a diversity in options out on the court, and Prince himself has actually recorded a killer too. And he will go back Keel Prince, that is. Great name. Mm -hmm. He is in his third year, originally from Calgary. The setter for MRU is back to serve, trying to get MRU their first set win here tonight. But Gerard Murray has something to say about that, folks. Right on top of the emblem, the middle, just lifting up and launching an absolute bazooka on top of his own Thunderbird Crest. Yeah, he's doing pretty uh, efficient himself so far this season. 429 coming into tonight, hitting percentage on the year. 
Back to serve now is Zek Johnson. He's into the game for the Thunderbirds. Him and Hooker switch roles on occasion. He will take over the setter role. And a pipe back court. Absolute smash there from number 11, Trent Mounter. And Mounter's had a very strong start using every uh, inch of his frame to launch himself at the net and then power it through the UBC defense. That time handled by the libero. Diving, MRU is able to keep it in the air. Mounter this time trying to get the tip over. UBC awarded the point on the four touch violation by MRU. A bit unfortunate uh, for Prince right there as he had that great diving save but his teammates were unable to back him up uh, with uh, that violation. Did you see the four touches? No, I actually didn't. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. When the whistle first blew, I thought it was because of a block from the Thunderbirds, but then the ref did put up the four fingers. So, I think that's what they were asking about too. I recorded three in my own mind, but again, the refs are a lot closer to the play than we or the camera is at home. Thunderbirds, however, can't capitalize on that change of possession as they hit it into their own net off their serve. 18 to 13 is the score in favor of MRU. Back to serve now is Louis Lange. Sends it across, Michael Delhania cancels it. The back set there in trying to get up and over was Nick Mickleberry of the Thunderbirds. He couldn't capitalize the first time, but at the end of the day, it was the tip that ended up working out in their favor. And the judge uh, had to think about that one a bit, see who it last came off of, but uh, it was awarded to the Thunderbirds in the end right there after that funny joust at the net. That time Gerard Murray sending it across. Not able to get it across there was the rookie Chris Byam. He'll try the same look again. He went real high on that one trying to get it above the block but let it sail a bit too far. Yeah, battle of the number four is right there. Lou blocked Byam's attempt on the first attack. Byam tried to overcorrect and he overcorrected a bit too far and sailed it well over the end line. Gerard Murray back to serve now for the Thunderbirds. Sends across a no-spin ball and through the center. That time it was Jace Martin able to record the kill. Thunderbirds were really frozen once he jumped up from that middle position. Evidently weren't ready for an attack coming from the middle right there as Martin just slipped in for that quick set from Prince and uh, made a count. Joao Friere now into the game for Chris Byam. Friere originally from Belo Horizonte, Brazil. He will come in as a serving specialist in that moment. Zach Johnson, the quick set. Michael Dalhania came coming down the middle looking for the pipe kill. However, he wasn't able to convert it as his timing was a bit off with the set. And the Thunderbirds forced to take a timeout here as they are trailing by five late in this first set of play. That's what you mentioned earlier. Dalhania got all the athletic gifts you could ask for. Nearly hit his face on the net. Or he, considering how far away he jumped to hit that ball, very impressive, but then also hits it into the net. It's a, a constant battle between raw athleticism and holding himself back, it seems, sometimes. It's been a very slow and steady set, I would say, for Mount Royal. They grabbed that lead very early on, and it stayed consistently somewhere between three to five points all the way through this first set as they're just grinding out these points, not letting UBC mount any sort of real comeback. And if a comeback is gonna happen, it's gonna have to be 
right now down 20 to 15. Coach Mike Hawkins already used both his timeouts for the set, while Mount Royal still has not called time. Coach Sean Sky perfectly happy to let things play out so far. So far for the Cougars, it has been Trent Mounter who has received the lion's share of the offensive opportunities. He's still on the court as he will be their mainstay in their offensive repertoire. Here, the Thunderbirds able to get the point off of the tip. Nice job there as they bring themselves within four here. Now as Mickleberry fired up, he's played a bit more of a bit role so far this season. He is hitting over 400 on the season, but that's on less than one kill per set. So a pretty small sample size, although he's been able to make his attacks count when he does get them. Now back to serve is back into the game. Number six, Ben Hooker stepping in for Zach Johnson of UBC. Joust at the net, DeShane originally won it, but then it was rejected quickly by the MRU side. Set there from Prince, far side for Mounter. Dalhaniak able to barely handle it. Now Lou smashes, great handle there by the libero Gorman. Mounter sending it across again for MRU, a good rally on hand here. Lou through the double block. What a rally clincher. Colton Lou getting the point and getting this crowd riled up, something they hadn't really seen in a while. It had been a lot of quick points traded back and forth. A true rally there that the Thunderbirds ended up victorious. Yeah, exciting spell of possession right there. Some great defensive players on both sides, especially Gorman, and in the end it's Lou able to claw UBC back to within three. Ben Hooker sending across with the left hand serve. That time Mounter a bit off time on his jump. Sends across more or less a free ball for the Thunderbirds. They'll recollect after a block. Second touch pipe. Michael Dalhaniak from the back row. Dalhaniak really got bailed out right there because he overset it to uh, his fellow second-year uh, attacker, Neves. Some maybe somewhat expected, given that Dahaniak not much of a playmaker. But thankfully for the Thunderbirds, MRU unable to control that potential uh, overbump. Dahaniak got a second chance. He made no mistake, pounding it right down the middle for the point. And now Thunderbirds within two. And all of a sudden, Sean Sky does now want to call a timeout. So we talked a bit about Mike Hawkins. Sean Sky came to Mount Royal. He is their head coach back in 04. Before being a Canada West team, Sky led the Cougars to two conference championships in the ACAC, two CCA national bronze medals. And in 2008, he was a CCAA national champion. He was also named the ACAC coach of the year back in 2010. And since moving from that league into Canada West, the Cougars were able to clinch a playoff berth for the first time in 2015, 2016. And since then, they have been a pretty strong program overall. They went 15-7 and seven last year, coming fourth in Canada West. That season did, however, end in defeat in the semifinals against the Brandon Bobcats. We're back in action here. Thunderbirds trailing by two in this first set of play. That was the libero Jonathan Lee setting up the play. And who else? Thunderbirds, right up at the front, able to grab that big kill. Yeah, Jordan DeShane making his mark for the first time in this match, standing right where he loves to stand, in the middle of that Thunderbirds logo, and uh, made no mistake. The floater across goes a little bit too far there for Ben Hooker. That will cause a side out, 19 to 21. Not a, not a uh, terrible run there for Ben Hooker, who really had something going able to get his team back within two. Thunderbirds have a chance now to pull even late in this first set. We'll see if MRU is able to close the deal. 
Here comes Trent Mounter with a big jump serve. And Jordan DeShane, again, right through the middle. An absolute rifle onto the court. No chance to react to it on the MRU defense. Back-to-back -back monster kills from DeShane. No one on the Cougars even close to being able to get a hand on it. And now Danny Aspenleiter is entering the game for the first time, specifically to try and spark another rally from the serving spot. Aspenleiter, often used in the past as a serving specialist, has a bit of a bigger role this year, but still, his specialty is right here from the baseline. Unfortunately, he can't convert as he sends that one out, and he will step right back off the court, bringing Colton Liu. The commentator's curse uh, striking again right there. That gives MRU back the volleyball. 22-20 advantage for them. They're hanging on to a slim two-point lead here. And back to serve for MRU is Jace Martin. Gets it across. Dalhaniak somewhat handles it, but is able to get a powerful strike off. Trent Mounter got the dig. Now set up there from Ben Hooker. Dalhaniak, a smash off of the upper chest of Jace Martin who was unable to respond. It looked like it had absolutely frozen him in place. He'll take a seat. Dalhaniak, strong first set from him and they've needed it with the other outside hitters. Lou and Neves really struggling to get uh, their offense going. Jordan DeShane now setting up for the Thunderbirds. He sends that one across, handled well by Gorman. The strike off of the wipe, Neves went up, but the tip Proved to be the decisive blow there and allowed MRU to hold on to their two-point lead. 23-21 now, first set of action. Keel Prince serving for the Cougars' side. Jump serve in from Prince, goes too far. Smart move there, letting that one sail as the libero around the area was Jonathan Lee for the Thunderbirds. Critical moment right here in the set for the Thunderbirds. Need to get a point to tie it up at 23 here, and it's Neves at the line. Neves, the strongest offensive option for the Thunderbirds, hits it into his own net. So what that means is this will be the set point. They have three to play with now. This is the Cougars up 24 to 22. Like you said, that last point was really big. So now they would have to come back from three straight points. You do have to win by two, keep in mind. Lee. Handling it, Hooker, near side, Delhaniuk. That's one, 23 to 24. If they get to that 24th point, there will have to be some free volleyball in set one. Thunderbirds done a good job in this set of just hanging around, just haven't been able to get over the hump yet. And the timeout now has been called the second timeout of the set for the Cougars. Delhaniuk will now have a bit of time to go over in his mind how he's going to approach this serve on what is still a set point for Mount Royal. And Sean Sky, 15th season at MRU. This is an experienced decision. This is an icing the kicker. That's what it comes down to. Of course, setting the play up. What happens if he does have a successful serve? What are you gonna do after it to get this first set win? But to come out and be two and two on the season and then have that first set win against UBC on their home opener, that would be a big boost for MRU. So Coach Sean Skies has a plan. We'll see if Dalhaniuk and crew on the UBC side can counteract it. Michael Dalhaniuk ready to serve. Does get it across cleanly. 
Prince, quick set, and that's what they were likely talking about. The quick set, and then Lewis Lons right up the middle. A big kill, that will end the first set of play. Thunderbirds now down, no sets to one. That is the fourth consecutive set win for MRU, if you include the women's game. It has been all Cougars tonight. This was a closer set than any in the women's match, save the second or third. I can't recall, one of those were close. Um, but so far, it looks like UBC was almost to get back, able to get back. They had the lead, they let it slip, and then they didn't have that final momentum push to really get themselves there. There was none other than Matt Solly who had that crucial dig on the Dauhanyuk serve, perfect control, set up Lange for the attack. And Thunderbirds, as I mentioned uh, right before that point, did a great job of hanging around, but just did not have that finishing touch. Uh, they should, if there's one thing to feel good about, is that they were able to keep it close with both Lou and Neves. Their two highest scoring players to this point of the season really struggling both in the negatives for hitting percentage. Neves especially has been uh, unable to get uh, anything going to this point. And on the other side, you've seen a dispersed attack. Lange, Martin, Mounter has been their mainstay. But you also have Solly who contributes, like as you mentioned, not just offensively, but is a defensive specialist for that Cougar side. So they've had a big range of people. Also, Byam has been in there, although he hasn't been very effective tonight. Um, he does have a couple of service errors as well as an attack error. But overall, between these two teams, where do you think the differences lie so far? I mean, similar to the women's game, a lot of it, I feel, comes down to the net play. Thunderbird did a good job bringing it back later in the set, with, especially with Deshane coming into his own a little bit. But uh, that initial lead the Cougars got themselves to on the back of their strong defensive play, uh, they were able to carry that all the way through the first set. And now that we're back to uh, squared, 0-0 here in the second set, we'll see if the Thunderbirds can get off to a strong start early on this time. Maybe grab a lead of their own so they're not constantly playing from behind. Recently graduated senior Tyson Smith, the ex-libero of the Thunderbirds, now part of the staff, it seems, on with the team. Meanwhile, you look around, and at this game, you, you look at the two sides and you wonder, you mentioned the differences, in your opinion, I see the attack errors. UBC seven compared to just three. They have been overshooting not just on attack, but also from the service line. They've been quite aggressive. Yes, it's their mentality, but at certain times it ends up hurting you. As a team, they're in the negatives for hitting percentage compared to 222 for the MRU side. And really, for all those aggressive, um, high-intensity serves, they only have one ace to show for it. So both sides, quite a few service errors, but it's been the inconsistency from the front row that has really been biting the Thunderbirds at the end of the day and cost them that first set. It's really only Dow Hanyuk and Deshane that have had uh, a lot more positives than negatives in terms of their offensive uh, attacks. Ben Hooker back to serve here. The setter for UBC sends it across with his left hand. We have began the second set of play. If you're listening on Canada West TV or CITR 101.9, this is Canada West Volleyball between the UBC Thunderbirds and the MRU Cougars, brought to you by Co-op. I'm Jake Bear, and alongside me is Jake McGrail. In the second set, we have a long rally going between these two teams. 
And right now the Thunderbirds are just trying to stay alive. They've been being peppered, but they get up a nice block there. This time Lee with a bump set. Another back set there. Neve smashing it across. Both sides unwilling to give up. Bit of a calm here before the storm. Neve strikes and ends the long rally. Finds a seam in the defense. And you got a few members of the crowd on their feet after that rally. The longest of the match so far. Going back and forth, back and forth. Great defensive plays by both teams at different points. And Neves gets on the board. That has to feel good for him after the struggles he went through in that first set, trying to solve MRU's block. So Ben Hooker back to serve again. Thunderbirds have a slim one-point lead after a long rally. Serve hits the tape but goes across. The Thunderbirds get up the block. I couldn't tell if they got much of a hand on it or if it hit their own net. Regardless, 2-0 lead here for the Thunderbirds early in the second yeah, set of play. Regardless, Deshane and Lou are definitely going to be taking credit for that one. You got to pad the stat line. Ben Hooker back to serve. The straight serve comes across. Quick set there from Prince. Bit of a roll shot off, an accidental one that was. And the swing and miss ends up biting MRU as Lou punishes them on a cut shot. Coach Hawkins could not have asked for a better start to this second set from UBC. They've come out on fire. They've come out swinging three points to zero so far. Ben Hooker sends across another ball. Prince, another quick set. This time it does prove fruitful. Jace Martin able to capitalize on the nice set from, his, from Prince. Martin been very efficient so far this year, hitting over uh, 450 coming into tonight, double digit blocks as well. The man of the match for the Cougars, Trent Mounter back to serve. He has a very strong delivery from the service line. The Thunderbirds do collect. The setter's dump is ineffective. Lou tries to do his own version of a quick play. And then what ends up happening is a nice double block. Lou and DeShane teaming up. Yeah, the first time it was on the far side. This time both of them rotate properly over to this near side, go up as a tag team once again, and uh, stuff that Mount Royal attack. Four to one, Thunderbirds leading here in the second set. However, they are trailing in the match. Set count, one to zero. Lou with the jump serve into his own net. That will give the side out back to the Cougars here. I believe that's now three service errors for Lou after his one incredible ace to start it. He's followed it up with uh, a bunch of not nearly as strong attempts. Jace Martin serving for the Cougar side in just his second year originally from Sylvan Lake, Alberta. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds able, unable to corral it. There was a pretty heroic effort there towards the end by the libero Jonathan Lee trying to get a foot under it but it was to no avail as MRU tallies another point. Lee slid himself across the hardware, but that's one instance where his frame might be letting him down a bit. Listed at 5'9 in his three years at Capilano, somehow lost three inches after transferring uh, to UBC. I wonder what they were feeding him over there. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds able to get a point back. That's five to three now for UBC, so they don't relinquish the lead here, but are able to actually maintain a two-point advantage. Gerard Murray subbing in to the game to add some much-needed height up front. And Jordan DeShane will be back to serve. 
he's really been that consistent force across the past couple of years. Meanwhile, a well-placed ball there from the Cougars freezes Ben Hooker. At, uh, one part that's not that great about having DeShane back to serve at the start is that on the ensuing rally, he's not up there at the net where he usually is to provide that protection. And uh, Cougars took advantage through Lange. Prince, the setter with a solid strike. He really has a lot more power and height be behind his jump than a six foot one frame might suggest. And that was Gerard Murray with a kill right there, taking the position on the court normally occupied by DeShane, who's been given a bit of a breather right now. Murray seamlessly slotting into his role. Matt Neves back for the Thunderbirds. The jump serve goes into his own net. So that will pass the ball on over to the Cougars side. Back to serve now for MRU is number 13, Matt Solly. Yeah. Again, Thunderbirds shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. Yet another service error right there, giving the Cougars a chance to tie once again. Solly sends across a floater, handled there by Dalhaniak, who gets the ball back, slices it. But whether it was on purpose or not, I couldn't exactly tell. But it was effective as the Thunderbirds are awarded a point. Yeah, Dalhaniak throws Solly a bit of a curveball down that far side line right there. And uh, the sophomore, strong start to this match. Dalhaniak back for another jump serve. Does get it across, dug out by Gorman, the libero. From the far side is rejected. Chris Byam could not get it by the Thunderbirds wall. That was Lou and Murray Lou has been involved in all of the Thunderbirds' major blocks so far in this uh, second set. Meanwhile, on the Cougar side, Byam has really struggled. Definitely been uh, the weakest link for uh, Mount Royal on the offensive end so far. Dalhaniak sends across an absolute smash. That gives them, that gives him an ace and his team a four-point advantage here. Nine to five in the second set. Handcuffed Gorman right there. And that's caused uh, Coach Sky to call a timeout to Mount Royal. Doesn't want this lead to grow any greater than four. Thunderbirds trying to follow a similar pattern to what Mount Royal did in that first set where you grab that early lead, extend it to a few points, and now they're going to try and grind out the rest of this set, although, of course, still a long way to go. I believe that lead in the first set was also by four. It was by four a lot, ended up being between like three, four, five points for almost the entire set until the Thunderbirds had that last gasp. Where they pushed it attempt. to within two, yep. but they couldn't quite close it out. Looking at some of the standings so far for 2019-2020 season in Canada West men's volleyball, Alberta, Calgary, Saskatchewan, and Trinity Western are all at the top of the league with six points and three and one records. That is of course pending some of tonight's results. Meanwhile, Brandon is in fifth place, tied with Mount Royal. However, Brandon has played two less matches than Mount Royal. So Brandon is 2-0, and Mount Royal is 2-2. McEwen, Manitoba, UBC, and Winnipeg are all with one win apiece. And then UBC, Okanagan, and Thompson Rivers are still searching for that first elusive win of the 2019-2020 season. It's Mount Royal with the point coming out of the timeout, exactly what Coach Sky would have wanted. That time it was Murray and Hooker able to get their hands on it, but unable to direct it to a teammate. Here the Thunderbirds handle the serve. Matt Neves nearly getting it beyond the block. Set there from Prince. 
Thunderbirds able to sniff out the attack. Through the middle this time, that was Jace Martin able to end the slightly longer than usual rally. Prince continues his strong play to start this match so far. He's been splitting most of the setting duties with Jackson Brennan so far this season, but Brennan not seeing the court today because of Prince's strong start. What a great recollect there by the Thunderbirds. Nearly all seemed lost as that serve had a funky bounce, almost jump, almost found its way on in, but then they were able to recollect and get a great kill. Actually, the looks like the judge has called that point back and given it in favor of Mount Royal due to a four-touch violation on part of UBC. Definitely confuses Gerard Murray, who was all set to serve the next point, but we're gonna have to give that up, and it's now a one-point game once again, 3-0 run coming out of that timeout. Tough break there for the Thunderbirds as they were hoping to go out into a 10-7 lead. Meanwhile, now it's just a 9-8 lead and their opponents have the ball and are ready to serve it. Back to serve is Jackson Brennan who has came into this game. Him and Keel Prince switch roles. That was actually Luis Lange who sent that one across. That time, a bit too far. So it will give the Thunderbirds back the ball. Lange will go take a seat. And meanwhile, Gerard Murray for the Thunderbirds will go back to serve. So even though they, did that they didn't get the call to go their way, they still maintain a two-point lead. And the Thunderbirds nearly get another point. Just able to keep it alive are the Cougars, and they're fighting for their lives here, but they are not willing to give up. Set there from Hooker, Lou. Ends the rally, gets the point right on the far line. Great cross-court shot. A valiant effort there from the Cougars, managing to save the ball, even though it nearly fell into the crowd on the far side. All for naught, though, because Lou gets on the board with another kill and another cross-court kill for him. Yeah, he's really found success with those cross-court uh, spikes throughout the entirety of his career. No different here tonight. Thunderbirds, lots of time to set up. It was an over-bump. They couldn't recollect, nice block, the joust at the net, and it looked like there may have been four, but no complaints on either side. The play continues, and after a bit of debate, the point is awarded to UBC. Mount Royal not happy with that. Yeah, both teams were celebrating after that, clearly thinking that they deserve that point. Mounter and Solly both vocally upset with that call by uh, the line judge. 12 to eight in favor of UBC. That extends their lead to four points here. Gerard Murray is back to serve. Murray sends it across, handled there by Mounter. The ball comes right back to him and he is letting his emotions be heard out there on the court. He did not like that last call. Nice give and go there between Mounter and Prince, the setter, giving the big man the ball right back. Murray tried, looked like maybe to dodge out of the way, ended up hitting on the elbow on its way out. Chris Byam, the rookie, sends it into his own net for the Mount Royal Cougars side. That will give the ball right back to the Thunderbirds. So somewhat reminiscent of what the Thunderbirds were doing wrong in the first set is what's happening here to the opposition now, Mount Royal, in the second set, really just shooting themselves in the foot in terms of service and attack errors. UBC's done a good job weathering that initial run that uh, Mount Royal had after that timeout when they cut it to one. It's back to four now. 
Ben Hooker sends it across. It was dug out nicely by Solly, the defensive specialist. And it's back to three now. And thanks to Solly's role as, you know, this sort of amphibious defensive specialist, but also attacker, that's what really kept that play alive and gave them that point. So Mounter back to serve. Probably has the strongest serve on their team. Him or actually Keel Prince, both up there. That one sails just too far. Colton Liu watched the whole way, probably crossed his fingers and held his breath there towards the end. Ends up being a very smart play there from Liu. Didn't look like for a second he was gonna go for it and it was the right call. 14 to 10, Thunderbirds trying to go into the technical timeout at 16 with the lead. This would actually be the first time for the men's team to have a lead of five if they can get it here. And they do. Colton Liu bringing his team into a five-point lead, now one away from the technical. Yeah, when it, when it works, it looks pretty good from Liu from that service line. Very reminiscent of Irvin Brar of two years ago. Irvin Brar was a, a stronghold in this UBC men's volleyball program. Probably one of the most impressive serves you will ever see. That time doesn't work quite as well for Lou. What was so impressive about Brar was his vertical. He was, I believe, only six foot or six foot one, so quite a bit shorter than Lou, but probably got just as high up and probably had a little more power. So 15 to 11 after that errant serve by Lou, this time sent across by Jace Martin. Set there from Prince, and Lou unable to keep it up. He's kicking himself for that one. It's 15 to 12 now. Thunderbirds starting to see that five-point lead shrink a bit. It's down to three. Yeah, Bayam finally gets on the board. Meanwhile, that was mainly due to a, a poor reception by a Lee. Overbumped it straight back to Mount Royal after the serve. And I was talking about Irvin Brar, and there may be a chance that he's in the crowd here tonight. I can't tell if I see, I see him, but he might be courtside. Set there from Hooker, and a smash there from Neves. An absolute bomb from Neves on the line shot. That'll take us into the technical with a four-point lead. And then it does definitely look like uh, Brar right there on the far side, courtside. Bar, Brar from afar, but we don't know. We do have to get up close to tell. But uh, it's a, a coincidence, funny coincidence that definitely happened. So early on in this second set of play, Thunderbirds have turned some of their game around quite nicely. They made some adjustments on offense and have found a bit more consistency distributing the ball to different attackers, whether it be uh, Colton Liu, you have Matt Neves, you've even seen some different attacks here tonight from options like Murray or DeShane up the middle, which was happening a bit towards the end of that first set, but it just seems like they're also stronger at the net and they're combating what they were really struggling with, which was the big presence in the first up on the center line of the M, which was the MRU Cougars side showing all that dominance. Yeah, both uh, Lou and Neves look like they're feeling a little bit more here in the second set, which is huge for this Thunderbird side. They're gonna get this win. It's gonna be a lot on the backs of those two. Along with Elhanyak, who's had a pretty good game so far, trying to make the case to Mike Hawkins that he deserves to be a regular starter. It's been sometimes Danny Aspenleiter starting in place of him, who he's only played uh, that one brief period when he came in to serve. So it seems to be uh, give or take, either you get Dalhanyak or you get Aspenleiter. 
And in regards to Dalhaniuk, if he can really develop a good role on this team along with Matt Neves, it'll be a very strong combo up front in terms of offense for them. And then you put in someone like Jordan Deshane, who's just a very consistent player who gets you blocks, gets you kills, and uh, the ball across the court as well. That would be a strong front for them. So hopefully that's something that Mike Hawkins sees in Dalhaniuk and gives him that opportunity. And then you add Lou to the mix. It's a great, great offense, number one in the league. At least in terms of kills. In terms of kills. They struggle in other areas, but it's a it's a work in progress. As that time, the usually consistent Jordan DeShane shoots his serve a bit too far. That will give the ball right on over to Keel Prince, who has really impressed at least me here tonight with his service delivery. Keel Prince with the big jump serve. Gets it across, Dohanik can't quite cleanly get it to his setter. The overset ends up going in the favor of Louis Lange, who puts it back on the Thunderbirds side for a point for Mount Royal. And again, Thunderbirds, this is time they gotta show a little bit of metal, stop this mini run from Mount Royal before it gets too far. Unfortunately for Prince, he slams that second opportunity from the service line into his own net. We will see Zach Johnson come in now for Ben Hooker. And back into the game for the Thunderbirds is Mickleberry, who will relieve Matt Neves. I mentioned the Thunderbirds seem to stop the run. Well, they did it, not through any great play of their own, but rather through an error, unforced error from Mount Royal. The libero, Jonathan Lee, also back onto the court. Zach Johnson nearly getting the ace. That was... Mickleberry trying to put it back on the opposition side. Double block. It was the duo of Mickleberry and Gerard Murray getting up and blocking MRU. That was again Chris Byam, who has been completely stymied by this Thunderbirds defense. He's only got the one kill. He has a handful of errors, unable to get anything going for himself, as now Coach Sky has called his second and final timeout of the set. Mike Hawkins still with both of his as the Thunderbirds hold a four point lead. Once again, 18 to 14 as they look to nurse this uh, advantage all the way through to the end of the second set and even up this game. And this second set, like we said, very reminiscent of the first set on the opposition side. We're seeing some service errors. We're seeing some attack errors. And we're just seeing the Thunderbirds manage to keep their game mostly consistent throughout. A range of players have been able to contribute and they've been able to give some of their big role players a bit of breaks, bringing in players like uh, Mickleberry or Zach Johnson, who's very interchangeable with Ben Hooker, albeit they're very similar players statistically. But Mickleberry, a good backup option to someone like Matt Neves. Johnson now back to serve. Gets it across, handled by the libero Mitchell Gorman. Bit of an overset there, couldn't quite get it across was Chris Byam at the net. Prince tries to set it. Good job on the block there by Murray. A bit of an off balance set there, but what a smash. Zek Johnson, wow. That was a pretty giant kill. Ends up going off the hands of the Cougars all the way into the crowd. And that was after Three times in a row, the Cougars tried to set up Luis Lange for a middle attack. Thunderbirds got a hand on it every time before setting up one of their own. 
So Zach Johnson is back to serve after his big kill, 19 to 14. Sends this one across, it clipped the top, and that'll be it. 20 to 14 after a great serve. It almost looked like it even clipped the ground right when it came over. Regardless, the Thunderbirds still get the point. Always super tough to handle when a, uh, a serve hits the net like that. Almost impossible sometimes for the defense to handle it. And now for the first time, Jackson Brennan, the sometimes starting, sometimes backup setter has come in in place of Keel Prince, who gets a breather now. Brennan started a lot of the games towards the very beginning of the season, the first two games, but recently it's been Prince who has been getting the lion's share. Meanwhile, MRU here is trying to claw their way back. Straight line shot there on the near side, gets them within five. Yeah, Brennan making an impact, good set right there to launch immediately after entering, and Mount Royal will now look to go on a run. The set across, it was a bit of an over bump, and I think we're gonna get a net violation here against UBC. Actually, we're getting a crossing of the center line violation against the Thunderbirds, which will end up biting them. I believe his foot had traveled a good amount under it. So Zach Johnson went just a bit too close to the net right there. That serve handled by Dalhaniak. Far side, Mickleberry didn't have a lot of power on it. The double block denied him the first time and the second time as well. They opt for a different angle. Dalhaniak slows his pace a bit and gets a great kill on a very strategic play. And that's a Michael Dalhaniak they like to see going forward, thinking about where the open opportunities are, not just swinging and producing the most violent behemoth spike that he could. Yeah, he definitely read the defense well. Mounter tapping his chest saying, my bad news teammates after that one as uh, they were read like a book by Dalhaniak. Mounter's been a bit more quiet. We'll see what he's able to do here. Sends that one too far. He was a big force in the first set. Hasn't really had too much to do here in the second set as now the Thunderbirds have their first six point lead in this match, 22 to 16 in favor of the Thunderbirds. Dalhaniak still serving. He also has five kills on the match. Back set there. Another rejection of Trent Mounter and the Cougars unable to collect. This has been a great little run here for the Thunderbird side in a big momentum shifter. Nick Mickleberry showing his defensive chops the last couple rallies, teaming up with Murray to uh, force Mounter first into hitting it long and then straight up blocking him as Mounter has now been substituted out Last gasp attempt from the Cougars to try and get something going in this set. Into the game is Jacob Van Giel, six foot five, first year from Calgary. Michael Dalhaniak back for the serve. Does hit it into his own net. However, they still maintain a six point advantage over their opponents. The Cougars and Lewis Lange are gonna have to get something going here if they want to get back into the second set. But it's definitely possible in the women's match we actually saw a 18 to 4 run however right as i say that luis launch hits it into his own net and it is now going to be set point with seven points to play with here gerard murray back for the thunderbirds the winnipeg native sends it across back set there from brennan nice dig there by zach johnson Jordan DeShane through the middle, the right-handed hook. It works. That's, that's our first set win here tonight for Thunderbirds. 
and that will bring this match to an even 1-1 mark. They will switch sides and convene for the third set. What did they do differently there in the second that really set them apart? Well, first I just want to mention that unorthodox looking attack from Jordan DeShane. Looked like he almost hit it with the side of his hand rather than the, the full on attack, but whatever he did, managed to curve it around the defense. But as to what UBC did a lot better in the set as a whole, they feel like they imposed their own pace, their own will a bit on Mount Royal. They controlled more of the play. They're able, even if they're not blocking it, you notice it especially, there was one rally uh, before Lou had a big kill where three times in a row, launch goes up, try and hit it down the middle three times in a row. I think it was Murray and then one other player. At least got a hand on it every time. Thunberg's able to control, set up their own offense. And given that they're first in kills per set, first in assists per set, when they're able to set up their own offense, they have been uh, deadly. So just giving themselves the amount of time that they need to mm -hmm. set to get to those plays that they have set up to allow for their raw athleticism to shine. Yeah, make Mount Royal the team the, that's scrambling a bit more than uh, the Thunderbirds are. Well, MRU will try and claim back a third set win. Things are tied up here one to one. If you've been listening all night, the MRU women's side beat UBC women's volleyball by a straight sweep, a set count of 3-0. Now we are into a 1-1 set tie between the two men's sides. You're listening on both CITR 101.9 FM or Canada West TV, which is brought to you by Co-op. And although the Thunderbirds have had a couple different looks out there tonight, one of the, one of the notable ones is the libero, who hasn't played all that much coming up to the game, Jonathan Lee. He's a kind of first year libero but really he's in his fourth um he transferred from capilano university before coming over to ubc and what you mentioned there was the whole height change thing um but he was good over at capilano he had 244 digs about 2.6 percent not that was in his last season with his with the blues and with tyson smith's kind of uh i can't i believe he did graduate last year but i can't tell if he's just injured or or he, what's exactly happening, but he's not dressed out. Yeah, he, ha he has played this season, but he's just not in uniform for tonight. It may be an injury. It may be an injury that occurred sometime between uh, last weekend and tonight, giving Lee the opportunity to have his first real extended run of the season. He's played a solid game so far, nothing uh, too much to complain about from him here. And given that it's his first start with the team, that's a... Uh, about what you can ask for out of him. Still trying to adjust to Canada West, trying to adjust to uh, this new team that he's been on after three years playing in a completely different setup. Another UBC Thunderbirds player that has had a strong performance, at least early on, is Michael Dalhaniak. The 6'5", third-year outside hitter is originally from White Rock. He led the team last year in kills with 220, and although that's because Matt Neves didn't really get a couple starts towards the beginning parts of the season, um, Dalhaniak has proven that he is a very potent offensive force. But tonight, what I think he's also proving is that he can provide a certain consistency if he's able to apply his mental game on top of his uh, raw athleticism. And it, make, it makes sense that he'd be very up and down last year. It's his rookie season, and he's a rookie that's being uh, asked to shoulder a large, large responsibility in a team 
that was really being revamped, sort of like Mount Royal this season. You can see Chris Byam, the rookie on the Cougars side. He's really struggling this game, but when you're a rookie that's being pressed into these like big usage, you're gonna have that from time to time. You're not gonna have many people walking in ready-made stars here at the, at the university level when you're coming out of high school. Notably, there wasn't much of a presence from Trent Mounter in that second set of play. The head coach, Sean Sky, even actually took him out towards the end of that second set to try and change the pace, but it didn't really work. And my opinion is, at least, I don't know, you can provide yours. If Mounter isn't active in the offense, they're not gonna get this win here tonight. Well, especially if Byam is struggling as well. If you've got your two offensive leaders struggling, you're not gonna do well. It was Neves and Lou on the side of the Thunderbirds in the first set, they both struggled, Thunderbirds lost. Second set, Mounter and Byam, they both struggle. Mount Royal loses. We'll see who is able to uh, grab control of this third set here. So Keel Prince is the setter again. Brennan goes back to the bench to take a seat for the Cougars and we are underway in this third set of action between these two teams. We'll at least get to a fourth set in this men's side of volleyball. A big block there from Lou and Deshane. MRU trying to get it through, goes hard off the hands of Dalhaniuk and soars back across the court and far past the baseline and sidelines. In both of the first two sets, it was the team that grabbed that initial lead that carried it all the way through to the end. We'll see what happens here to start the third if either team is able to grab a hold early on. It's Mount Royal with the first point. Back to serve now is Trent Mounter. See if he's able to turn things around here for himself in this third set of play. Dohaniuk, another bit of a dig that he sent a bit too far, set the set Ben Hooker up for a bad opportunity to help get the ball to another player, and then it ended up hurting them. So Dohaniuk, a couple uh, miss, uh, Mistakes on reception. Yeah, poor from Hooker as well, even though he was handcuffed a little bit. He just gave it right to the Cougars, bumped it right over. Dalhaniuk again can't handle that tough serve from, from Mounter. However, the Thunderbird's able to get a bit of a break as the attack error comes back there and is already affecting the MRU side pretty early on. Yeah, Byam very frustrated with himself after that one. He didn't really have a ton of opposition in his way at the net, but again, he tried at the cross court and powered it much too hard. Ben Hooker back here for the UBC side to serve. Sends across the floater, set there from Prince, and the Thunderbirds charged with the violation here. That will give the point automatically to MRU. Three to one advantage here for the Cougars. Serving is number six, Jace Martin. The second year, Dalhaniuk gets the ball over, and my goodness, Colton Liu. What an absolute blast to the near line. Yeah, causing the line judge to uh, dodge out of the way in alarm right there as Liu powers it. Uh, he, was, he was favoring the cross-court attacks early on, but that one hugged the line, and it worked out. Colton Liu with the jump serve again. Times it well, handled however by Mitchell Gorman, the libero. Another smash, but this time it's from MRU. I believe it was Matt Salty that who was got Sully. up. Not normally known for his offense. He has had a couple very strong kills this match though. 
bit of an enigma. Plays a defensive specialist role, but as we saw there, can also very easily transition onto an offensive front. And a good option and a good decision there by Michael Dahaniak. Watching that and nearly going for it and then sliding out of the way to let that serve go for the error. Yeah, he was instinctively was going for it, but at the very last second pulled out and it ended up being the smart decision right there. DeShane sends across a float serve. Back set there from Prince of the Cougars. Point awarded here to the Thunderbirds on the four touch violation. And Sally, uh, Solly rather, unable to fully get it over the net right there ends up costing the Cougars a point and we are now tied at four. Jordan DeShane ser still serving here for UBC. Sends it across, handled there by Mounter. And a bit of a miscommunication on the Cougar side allows the UBC side to get the kill from Matt Neves, able to bounce it off the hands of the blockers and then out of the reach of the far teammates on the MRU side. Yeah, Mounter nearly slides head first into the boards here on the near side, but that was all in vain. Jordan DeShane again with the serve. He's on a roll. That'll be an ace for him. Six to four, UBC has a two-point advantage here in this third set of play. DeShane not necessar necessarily known as a serving specialist, but he was a respectable fourth in aces last season. Proves that he can definitely handle it at the service line as he goes for a second attempt. That one sent too long again. It's Chris Byam really continuing to struggle. That's two that he's tried to go cross court already this set and just hit it too long. So Chris Byam making a mistake. Thunderbirds, bit of a roll here. Four straight points for them. DeShane's still back. That does force head coach Sean Sky to take a timeout for his team. And since the 10-point mark or so in that second set, momentum seems to be pretty firmly in UBC's favor. Yeah, they've established a seven-point lead early on. We'll see where it stands by the time of the technical timeout. But it's pretty, pretty uh, telling that it's Sean Sky who has called three timeouts in this set and the second set, while Mike Hawkins hasn't called a single one in that span. Thunderbirds very pleased with how things are going so far, while the Cougars reeling a little bit. Elsewhere around the league tonight, Brandon able to claim the victory against Saskatchewan in Canada West Volleyball action. Manitoba, UBC Okanagan game still underway here tonight as well as the Trinity Western McEwen games. We'll try and get you an update on those in a little bit. It's now Byam being taken out of the game. Understandable given the, the struggles he's had so far and it's Jao Friere, the Brazilian who is now in. DeShane back, going for a fifth straight point are the Thunderbirds. Set there from Prince, unable to get it across was Lange. However, the Thunderbirds are awarded the point. Cougars are confused. Solly thought he had the line shot. It looked like it might have gone off DeShane's foot. DeShane very emphatically waved away that assertion and leaves Mount Royal a bit speechless after they thought they got the point right there. DeShane again from the service line. DeShane again delivers. This time it's the second ace 
in this long run that he has had from the service line, finding the Thunderbirds now in a five point lead. Yep, they've established that early lead. We'll see if like the first and second set, this early lead will be able uh, to be carried all the way to the end. Deshane finally ends his run by a bit of accidental uh, self-inflicted wound there, hitting it into his own net. Nine to five, however, Deshane coming back, helping the Thunderbirds not only grab the lead, but a four point lead before turning over the ball. Back to serve it is number 13, Matt Solly. Neves, wow, that far side, whether it's Lou or Neves, Ridiculous, the right side for the Thunderbirds right now, and he'll go back to serve. It'd been, uh, it'd been a hot second since Neves had an attack to latch onto, and he was ready for that one. So Neves is back to serve. His game face is on, sends it a bit far. It was a pretty clean serve, more or less. He just missed the contact by a, you know, a hair on the ball, which does lead to it traveling just a few inches too far. So the side out gives the ball right back to the Cougars here. They've traded points three times in a row. It'll be a fourth as Gerard Murray gets the hand through the blockers. Thunderbirds maintaining a four to five point lead. A bit of a sneaky quick, quick set right there from Hooker. He turned his body a little bit in midair so he was facing away from Murray and then tapped it right behind his head and the Winnipeg man was ready to knock it down. Dauhaniuk now from the service line. What a beautiful, beautiful serve from him. Past the outstretched hands of Mitchell Gorman of the Cougars. Dauhaniuk getting the ace for his team. 12-6 advantage for UBC. Picture perfect right there. Saw that Mitchell Gorman was napping a bit, leaving that back corner exposed, and that has caused Gorman to be substituted out for the team's other libero, the rookie Tyler Chernyshenko. Dauhaniuk back at the service line. Unable to replicate what Jordan DeShane could accomplish from there. It's just a one and done for Dalhaniak who trades his ace for a service error and gives the ball on over to Joao Friere. At this point, UBC would be happy to just trade points all the way to the end. But they gotta make sure they don't let Mount Royal go in any sort of extended run like the one they had earlier in the set. Friere sends it across. Nice set there from Hooker. The fake from Murray allowed for Lou to have an open cross-court look. Lou loves that cross-court attack. Thunderbirds staying on the attack, really loading up the outsides right now. And Mount Royal, that defensive block that was so strong early in the match in that first set has become almost non-existent over the last set and a bit. So another player, a new player, a new face, it's actually a Jace for Jace substitution as Jace Martin steps off into the game comes Jace Timmer. And so uh, that was a, a service error on the part of UBC. Now back to serve for the Cougars is Trent Mounter. Again, has been quiet since that first set. Handled nicely by Lee, the libero of the Thunderbirds. Back set there from Prince. Friere with the smash. Point awarded to UBC, another close call. Doesn't go the Cougars' way. And they're starting to get a bit frustrated with some of these uh, unfortunate calls. Yeah, Sean Scow will definitely feel that there's a bit of home cooking going on right now with the number of 50-50 calls going the way of the Thunderbirds. 
But uh, nonetheless, it's 14 to six now. Ben Hooker gets across the serve and that'll be four touch violation. Nice job by him. That's an ace for Hooker. Thunderbirds really opening up a lead right now. It was four to four early on in this set, but ever since then, 11 to four run from UBC to take a stranglehold in this third set. Looking for the technical timeout. Hooker on a miscommunication between the libero of the Cougars, Cheroshenko, and Solly gets the ace, and that'll take them with an eight point advantage into the technical timeout. And after that first set, Thunderbirds, everything they're doing just seems to be going right. I mean, that was just an inexcusable defensive lapse right there between Solly and Chernyshenko. Almost a half-hearted, one-handed swipe at the ball from Solly as it was already going by him, unable to affect it at all. And Mount Royal just looking a little bit shell-shocked on their heels a lot here in this third set as UBC all of a sudden is turning up the heat here in War Memorial Gym. We mentioned how getting Mounter back into this game would be integral to them having success. We also talked about Byam, who has really stepped up as a rookie to fill a big void from last year's players that are no longer with the team. However, those two have not, have not done a lot. Byam really hasn't done a lot all game. Mounter did have a good first set. But you look at what Bayam has been able to accomplish so far this season, and it would surprise you by the way he's playing tonight. He's played every match. He's averaging almost three kills a set. He's, although not the most efficient attacker, he's been, along with Lange, Solly, and Price, one of their big four service threats. Another facet of their game that just hasn't been working against the Thunderbirds, they were actually first in Canada West in service aces per set and it just has not shown here tonight. No, it hasn't. UBC's been in the line share of the aces, for sure. There's almost another one right there, but it's controlled by MRU. So back out of the technical timeout, Dalhaniuk sets it for Neves, cross court. Nice job there by Freire to keep it up in the air. Meanwhile, Solly can't find the cross court shot. And after that, Aaron strike, 17 to eight, the lead swells nearing a double digit lead if the Thunderbirds can grab one more point. Sean Skye turning to the bench once again, the veteran Solly coming out for the rookie Jacob Van Giel, who had very brief action earlier on in the match. He's got a second stint. Hooker has found a lot of success and right away the rookie sees some action and it does not go his way. Service reception has been the story and service aces has been the story for the Thunderbirds and MRU. The first set, it was all in favor of MRU. And since then, the combo of DeShane and Hooker from the service line has been unstoppable. Another near errant handle there from Van Giel. He does make up for it as he comes back with a cross court kill. Uh, he needed that one after the reception error and then almost a second in a row. That's just his second kill of the season. Van Giel getting some reps here. So back to serve is the other Jace, Jace Timmer into the game. The six foot six freshman is a middle from Meadow Lake, Saskatoon. Quick set there from Hooker to DeShane, doesn't find open court. Back set there for free air. MRU can't get it down. And then miscommunication between Lou and Dalhaniak 
makes them look silly on the far end of the court. Yeah, they're talking to each other after that one. <laughs> Bit of a no, no you, no you from uh, both of them right there. So Timmer still back serving, 18 to 10. This is possible to come back. Eight points is more than doable. Set there for Neves. He's trying to make it not possible. That was a huge kill. Neves, every time he goes up, just provides such power behind his spikes. It's Bit almost impossible to do anything with them unless they hit you. It is a bit of reverse from early on in the first set. They were feeding him a lot, pretty consistently, and he wasn't able to find much. Now he's being used a bit more sporadically. He's popping up on both sides of the court, and when he does get his hand on it, he's making a count. So Aspen Leiter is brought in as a serve specialist for the second time, and for the second time, he's unable to do his job of just getting the ball across the court. Yeah, he's laughing to himself a bit as he's uh, taken out of the game. Hawkins gives him a smile as well, but uh, Aspen Leiter knows that's not what he needs to do if he's gonna get uh, more minutes once again. Quick set, Ben Hooker to Jordan to Shane the vet puts the Thunderbirds back in front by nine points and brings them to 20 here in this explosive third set for UBC. And Hawkins is uh, able to smile about a service error or two when the kills are coming as thick and fast as they are right now. It's raining UBC kills here. And oh, service errors. Service errors a bit on both sides though to say the least. Deshane does miss there, 20 to 12. They still have to get five more points to close this out, so it would require 13 points from MRU before UBC can get five in order to keep this one within their grasp. That one sailing just too far, a service error won't help. Unfortunate for Van Giel, who has already made a couple errors of his own since being brought in. Mickleberry and Johnson coming back in for Hooker and Neves as UBC looks to bring this third set to a close. Johnson headed to the service line. 21 to 12 in favor of UBC. Zach Johnson comes in and assumes the setter's role here. Mickleberry also onto the court. And unlike Aspen Leiter, Johnson able to deliver right away the serve specialist grabs an ace, 22 to 12, Thunderbirds. Johnson hasn't had as big of a role this match as he had in the last couple of matches, but when he's been on the court, he still has had a positive impact on uh, the Thunderbirds play. Johnson, a different look on the serve. Joust at the net, ended up not quite going across. Rather than take his time, Murray just shoves it where into no man's land and gets the UBC Thunderbirds another point. A big mix up between launch and mounter right there, almost colliding with each other and neither able to control the ball, giving up a free ball to the Thunderbirds. And the, the Cougars were so imbalanced, one half of the court was completely open. And Skies has not, he still has one more timeout to play with, but he's opting not to take it. Second Johnson, another smash. That time, Mounter nearly clipping the ceiling. That would have made it a dead ball. But keeping it alive, that actually that actually ended up benefiting MRU. So that ceiling scraper that ended up not quite kissing it gave the Cougars a point, 23-13, still trailing by 10. It's still gonna take quite a lot for the Cougars to bring uh, out the win in this set. Serving it across are the Cougars. That was Lange sending it across. He gets the ace. 
Dauhanyak, who had a couple miscues on serving receptions very early on in the set. That's another one right there. We'll see if it ends up costing the Thunderbirds at all here. 23-14, UBC still winning in this third set. Things are even at one apiece. And doing all he could there was the always enthusiastic and hardworking Zach Johnson. And nearly crashed in to a head judge right there. I was wondering if for a second he hurt his knee. He does have a brace on, but he seems to be okay. Lange serves it across, handled there by Lee, the libero. Huge strike there by Murray. The spike is kept alive. Mounter nearly falls into the chairs, and the line official is calling for a dead ball. Regardless, UBC still awarded the point. I think what the line judge on the far side was saying was that it never actually crossed in between the antennas. Well, nevertheless, uh, UBC gets the point anyway after Mounter does damage to an empty chair. Set point, Dalhaniak sends it across. Prince gives it to Mounter, and for the first time in a long time, we see an offensive delivery from the big man. Yeah, he's definitely been quiet the last couple sets. UBC still plenty of set points to play with. Mounter in his fifth year, originally from Perth, Australia. Serving for the Cougars is Friere. Sends it across to Dalhaniak, again, kind of struggling with the service reception. However, ending the second, or rather third set here tonight is Nick Mickleberry. A big kill across the court. 25-16, the final set score in this third leg of action. Thunderbirds, after going down no sets to one, are now up two to one and one away from pulling off a come from behind victory. Very impressive last couple of sets. Nick Mickleberry there right at the end. Uh, continuing his early season trend of being very effective in small doses. We'll see if that ends up le leading to further playing time down the road, but Coach Mike Hawkins probably won't want to change how anything's working right now as after that uh, somewhat poor first set, they've just turned it on ever since uh, about a third of the way through that second set. You look at the Thunderbirds and their big offensive weapons have been what you would expect more or less. However, there has been a boost for one player. You see Matt Neves, he's been consistent all season. He has seven kills tonight according to the in-house scoreboard as well as Colton Liu with five kills on the night. However, the newcomer, to some degree at least in terms of this season, is Dohaniak, who's now getting more opportunities on the court, proving a bit more consistency. He has struggled with service reception, a couple errors from the service line, but he at least is getting some more action. He's finding a bit more kill consistency. Gives the Thunderbirds a lot more well-rounded of an attack. If you got three guys on the outside you can aim for, or even set up two of them on the outside and then one for a back row attack. You got DeShane and Murray still holding it down in the middle. Neither setter has really tried to go into business for themselves and uh, go kill hunting, but the other starters out there have done a pretty good job of bouncing out the CBC attack. And I mentioned in that third set part of the way through that Mount Royal has just been unable to really set up their proper double block that they had early on in the match. I do think one reason for that is because they know that UBC can hit them from so many different angles that they can't commit 
all their defense overloading one side of the court. Like we saw in the women's match when Mount Royal was doing a great job anticipating UBC's attacks, loading up a double or a triple block wherever they're going to be uh, loading. On the men's side, uh, UBC's offense has been much more free-flowing than the women's counterparts, calling a bit more audibles perhaps, and are really doing a good job of keeping the Cougars on their toes to good effect. Gerard Murray has been a nice addition to this Thunderbirds team. Him and Deshane trading off rolls up the middle, providing a certain sense of consistency. And while there hasn't been too much movement on the bench, it's been their starters who have been doing well. And then Zach Johnson, he has been the one nice addition. He went on a really long stretch there from the service line towards the end. We saw in, I believe it was the late second set, or maybe it was early third, a long run from D Jordan Deshane. Then it went on over to Hooker, if, my me if memory serves me correctly. Mm -hmm. There was a couple miscues from Aspen Leiter when he was brought in, but Johnson did a nice job off the bench. He also even tried to make a couple heroic plays. He's one of those people who always just gives it 110%. But on the side of Mount Royal, they're looking to get a, li a little bit more uh, input or output rather from Mounter and Byam. Meanwhile, you can't put all the blame on them. Solly hasn't been really as good as usual on defense. And for a team that is sixth in the conference in hitting and third in kills per set, their average defense usually comes in fourth in digs per set. Um, it just doesn't seem like they're like they're like they're there tonight and for a team that relies on the service game as much as they do They average 2.24 service aces per set. I don't even think they have more than two here tonight So it's been a really rough go for them um, UBC is really good at moving that ball around for offense they, They're high in assist per set and I think that's what's been throwing off MRU pretty consistently in the last two sets. And again, making a comparison to the women's game we just saw earlier, one of the keys for MRU was their bench play. They just waves of players coming in no matter who was on the court when you're giving your stars a break. You know that those bench pieces are still going to contribute. And the Thunderbirds have had that with uh, both Johnson and Mickleberry coming off the bench, providing solid contributions, not letting up at any point. On the Cougar side, you can see some of their bench players struggling a little bit once they come into the match, whereas the Thunderbirds has been a bit more seamless the last couple sets, the transition between all their different possible lineups. And if you're listening on CITR 101.9 FM or Canada West TV, it's the UBC Thunderbirds taking on the Mount Royal Cougars. It's Canada West Volleyball brought to you by Co-op. The fourth set of action is here underway with UBC in charge two to one, but right to start the fourth set of play, MRU getting the attack through the Thunderbirds double block and out to a one nothing lead. Yeah, DeShane and Lou who are so solid together when going up for a block in the second set, got that ball caught between them a bit, rolling down their legs. That serve sent across from Prince. That's an ace for the MRU side. Prince a bit more subdued the last couple of sets. He was dynamite to start off this match, came out on fire, but he's definitely not had as noticeable of an impact in uh, the following uh, action. That was a blast from Prince. Nice dig there from the libero. Lee on the Thunderbirds and UBC able to get the wipe. Colton Liu playing strategic volleyball. MRU definitely coming out with a bit more fire here in this third set. They didn't get the point on that last one, but a very energetic, powerful start for them. We'll see if it can continue, if they're able to establish a lead of their own here in the fourth. And is. You look historically at these two teams as Lou serves it across. 
UBC does have the advantage over Mount Royal with a 14-5 record against their opposition. Earlier this month, the Thunderbirds even beat the Cougars by a score of 3-1. So what's happening tonight might not be that out of ordinary. Meanwhile, on the court, we have one heck of a rally going on. Both teams not wanting to give up. MRU still magnificently has the ball in the air. It's back onto the Thunderbirds' side. Ben Hooker gets it across, and Jordan DeShane ends the blizzard of these two teams peppering each other back and forth with the volleyball. Yeah, Mount Rose backline was stretched all the way past the end line because they had to go almost to the advertising boards to save that ball. DeShane recognized that they were stretched, they weren't in proper position, and that there was a hole in that back row that he could exploit. Find the seam, deliver it to the seam. Exactly what he did. Colton Liu to serve again. This time, clips the bottom of his own tape and cannot get the ball across. Side out on over to MRU and number 13, Matt Solly. You wonder if the mental game was affected by those two 50-50 calls against MRU back in the second and third sets. The long overset actually by Lee ends up costing him as Mount Royal is able to capitalize on the joust and use their height and power to their advantage. Yeah, that was poor from Lee right there. Uh, set it way too far for Neves and that's as easy of a kill as a mounter will get in this match. UBC just gonna have to get this ball across. Free ball now for the Cougars. Quick set, that's a smash for Luis Lange. Lange has definitely been a force in this match. He's popped up a number of times with kills just like that, powering it uh, down at the feet of Hooker who did not have nearly enough time to scoop down and try and get a hand on it. Sent across there by number 13, Matt Solly. Thunderbirds able to get one back here to bring them within three to five, just two point differential between these two sides. And DeShane heading back to the service line. He was the one that orchestrated the beginning of that monster Thunderbirds run in the third set. We'll see what he's able to do this time. Jordan DeShane here sending this one across. Handled there by Solly. Back set there from Prince. A diving stop, but Hooker actually got to it first. It might have thrown them off for the rest of their play, so point will be awarded to MRU as Thunderbirds can't get it past the center line. Classic joust right there. Lange and Murray both went up one hand each. They got a ball, or rather, they got each got a hand on the ball at roughly the same time, and it was Lange who had more strength and able to push it back across to the Thunderbird side. So there was a quick moment of discussion there between the two captains on each team. Play resumes here. Sending across where the Cougars, that's just height advantage. Matt Neves, unfair, able to stay up in the air a little bit longer and uses very long wingspan to, to dink it on over the defense of MRU. Neves listed at 6'9", the tallest player on the court for either team by at least two inches using that two inches definitely to his advantage right there. Neves with a slam across, dug out by Solly. There's that, there's that dig that we were talking about. Then on the other end, the libero Lee for UBC keeping it up. And finally, Dalhaniak ending it on a big kill right off the heads of the two uh, double, double block. Very good set from Hooker right there. He was leaning back a little bit, was still able to push it all the way to the far side where Dalhaniak 
had the wherewithal to uh, put it right through that double block. Dohaniak with the serve. Comes hard off the hands of Mitchell Gorman. Quick set from Hooker to Gerard Murray. Great addition off the bench here this game. Murray has been very consistent up the center and he brings this game to a tie at six all. That's a great serve right there from Neves as he hit it so hard off Gorman that it bounced right back to UBC and they were able, they were able to take advantage. Matt Neves, that's a service ace. MRU can't believe it, another 50-50 call and Sean Skye throwing his hands up in utter disbelief at the call, but it was right there on the line, at Go least from our perspective. Gorman very upset because he dove purposefully out of the way of that ball because he thought it was definitely going over. Ends up being a mistake. Neves this time into his own net, so it's all net knotted up again here at seven. Could have been a two-point advantage, however, for the Cougars. We'll see if that comes back later in this set to bite them. Serving is the Brazilian Friere. Joao Friere sending it across. Ben Hooker for the pipe. Colton Liu can't find open ground, but he did find a body. Thunderbirds still keep it in the air. Dalhaniak far side. MRU keeping this play alive. Good rally between these two teams. Liu did hit that one. It looked like it was going far. Ben Hooker now. Still MRU fighting. They want this point. Both teams thinking they have it, but it's awarded to UBC on the four-touch violation. Yeah, just a left a little bit short by the Cougars there. Bounces off of the top of their own net back onto their side after a magnificent rally right there. Some great diving stops from both teams and came right down to the wire. And in the end, it's UBC who retakes a very slim lead. And these rallies have all, these long rallies, I should say, have all been going in the favor of the Thunderbirds, which may be telling of endurance and mental uh, stability throughout the entirety of this match. Ben Hooker, set far side, Colton Liu. Play is still kept alive, Liu thought he had the kill. Ben Hooker again to Liu, again barely kept alive. MRU doing all they can, they're playing defense. Gerard Murray's playing the mind games just sends it right back across one touch. I mean, uh, <laughs> Murray's laughing because after all that, Matt Solly with a beautiful diving dig. It looked like Jace Timmer had saved the ball with a dig using his foot, and then it ends with a simple dink over the top for Murray on the first touch of a possession. It looks like MRU is getting exhausted. They're playing defense, defensively, defensively minded volleyball and doesn't seem like they're being able to set any plays right now. I said that uh, about a set or two ago that you, I felt UBC was doing a great job imposing their own pace of play, controlling the match a lot better, and uh, it seems to have continued as they continue to impose their will on MRU with yet another point stretching their lead to three as coach Sean Sky again calls a timeout well, Coach Mike Hawkins hasn't called a timeout for the last couple of sets. That's an ace there by Michael Dalhaniak. 10 to seven, this game, or rather this set, began with a lead for MRU, and it just seems like they're getting worn down. Mm -hmm. Each point taking a little more away from them. Definitely happened in the second set as towards the end, the Thunderbirds just exploded to a big lead. So head coach Sean Sky gonna have to come up with some plans so they, they can at least set some offensive plays. 
UBC, between that first and second set, definitely tweaked their game plan, and it's been working. Players have been popping up on all different areas of the court. You've seen Lou attack from the back and from both sides. Same with Neves, same with Dalhanyuk as well, and it's all working to create this sort of controlled chaos on the offensive side for the Thunderbirds that they're thriving in at the moment. So 10 to seven, a three point advantage here for UBC. The set count is two to one in favor of the Thunderbirds. If you're tuning in on CITR 101.9 FM or Canada West TV, it's Jacob Ayer accompanied by Jake McGrail delivering Canada West Volleyball between the UBC Thunderbirds and the Mount Royal Cougars presented to you by Co-op. The Thunderbirds out of the timeout. The setter, Ben Hooker with the big left hand hook. Big left hand from Hooker right there. Again, twist. Howdy, folks. This is Corey Branson with CITR Sports just here in the booth right now. We're having a couple of technical difficulties with the broadcast. We'll try and get it back for you as quickly as we can. Thank you for your patience. A good outcome for them as they end up coming away from that with a kill from the near side. Very, very close to an ace right there. The ball bounced off MRU's own side of the net, but they were able to recontrol it, get it over. But in the first three sets, it was that team who managed to establish the four or five point lead that held it all the way to the end. UEC got that lead up to five, it's at four right now. We'll see if that pattern continues and they're able to hold on once again. Trent Mounter on a bit of a off time serve is able to get it across. Lou just trying to poke it across. The double block read it well. So rather than going for a dink, Matt Neves goes for an absolute bazooka to the backcourt on a line shot. There's that con controlled chaos once again. It looked like Murray bobbled it a bit initially, but Hooker took control of the situation with a beautiful back set as he almost slid in the opposite direction and Neve powered it home. 13-8, five point advantage here for the Thunderbirds. Gerard Murray getting it across and one thing that has really improved over the course of these four sets now is the service rate percentage for the Thunderbirds. They were committing a lot of service errors at first and just getting it across on top of getting aces has really improved their game and consistency. So after that point awarded to MRU, the four point advantage is still in UBC's favor. However, getting it across for the Cougars is Jace Timmer. He got it a bit too far across right there, hits it too long and it uh, gives the point right back to the Thunderbirds. So two away now from a technical timeout in this fourth set of play. Originally the Thunderbirds were trailing by a set 1-0, but they have clawed their way back to a two to one set lead and they are going for a three to one victory here tonight. Ben Hooker handles the attack there from MRU and off the hands of the double block, Colton Liu gets the kill. And guess what he was doing? He was going cross court all the way cross to the other side. Cross court Colton. Cross court Colton, there we go. Get some alliteration out here on the volleyball court. 
Ben Hooker back. Looking for the technical timeout or UBC. And they'll get it with a service ace. And I believe I can 99% confirm that that's Irvin Brar. He's smiling. He likes what's happening on the court for UBC. Uncharacteristically, Solly there, unable to control that at all, hit it in the complete wrong direction, all the way across the near side through all the arms of his teammates, taking us to the technical. And a seven point lead for the Thunderbirds in this potential closing set. They're only nine points away from winning their home opener. So 16 to nine, as you said, Jake, Anytime that a team has gone out to a five point lead, they have gone on to win that set. And right now, it seems that that lead is not shrinking. It's actually been growing. What was a even set became a four point lead, now became a seven point lead. Coach Sean Sky gotta do anything here to keep his team falling to under 500. Meanwhile, for UBC men's volleyball, this would get them actually to the exact same record on the season as Mount Royal. And you could say maybe UBC's been at a disadvantage. They have been on the road for their first four games. Last year they did do better towards the second half. Maybe this is a year where they play better at home. We'll see what ends up happening, but this seems promising here. Rather than falling off late, which has happened in the past with Thunderbirds volleyball teams, they've really strengthened themselves as a core late in this match. Out of the technical, Mount Royal, and Prince feeding it off there to Lange. They end up getting the point. The Brazilian, Joao Friere, throwing his hands up in excitement after that kill. Chris Byam is re-entering the game right now. A change of pace for the Cougars. Uh, Tyler Chernyshenko is also into the game for Gorman. Couple changes out of the technical for Mount Royal. We'll see if they pay off. The opposite libero, Lee of the Thunderbirds, keeping it alive. Matt Neves that time going for a very, very steep cross-court look. Misses target by about five feet. Yeah, it was not exactly super close there for Neves, nearly rattling it into the crowd when he was trying to uh, keep it within the painted lines. Here's Keel Prince, the setter, who has been probably one of the more consistent figures on the night for MRU. That time, Matt Neves, the off-balance dink, I mean, six foot nine, it's a big advantage when you're able to miss and still win. Now, big thing for the Thunderbirds here, we got a Canada West debut. The rookie, Duncan Clark from Uxbridge, Ontario, is making his first appearance of the season here to serve. Clark serve is a clean one. It gets across, handled there by Cherishenko. Back at their other end, Clark sets it up for Dalhaniak. They were clustered there, all within the front court. Dalhaniak getting it across, nice couple of digs there, but this will be a free ball now for the Thunderbirds. Hooker on a bit of an over bump, no matter, because a leaping, a bounding, a flying Matt Neves comes out with a huge kill to put the Thunderbirds back to a seven point advantage, 18 to 11. It's hard to overbump Matt Neves when he's able to go up all by himself right there. Looking like Superman. Duncan Clark again to serve. He has a great start to his Canada West career. That's two clean serves. And along with it, the Thunderbirds able to put up a double block against the Mount Royal attack. 
And now we'll see a substitution on the Cougar side. Jackson Brennan will come in to give Keel Prince, the setter, a break. And Duncan Clark's still back there. Thunderbirds just six point away from a match victory here tonight in their home opener. Brennan representing maybe a last roll of the dice here from Sky. Clark getting it across, joust at the net. Not even fair as the ball was leaning towards the Thunderbird side, basically came right into the lap for Michael Dahaniak, who put it down for his eighth kill on the night. I'm not sure you can really call it a joust when no one from the Cougar side went up to go get it. We got another rookie coming in. That's Cole Bansma, number nine. It is not his first appearance. He made one brief appearance in the season opener where he got two digs. This is his second appearance of the season. Clark sends it across a third clean serve from the rookie. Up at the net, Lee just able to get it across, but it keeps the play alive for the Thunderbirds. Bumped across there by Byam, not really an aggressive take. Meanwhile, on the far side, sending it a bit too far there, was the recently subbed in Cole Bransma. Yeah, the Abbotsford native, not necessarily the start uh, to his uh, appearance that he would have liked with the error right there, but Hawkins gonna stick with him here as he looks to try and give a couple rookies some experience here in closing out a match. Standing across for Mount Royal, there was Solly. Meanwhile, the Thunderbirds continue to grow their lead, now up to nine. And it really, since that midpoint in the second set, it has been all UBC. There's not much else to say. And that's someone who is experiencing closing out matches. That's Jordan DeShane coming in with a big kill to try and stop any momentum for the Cougars. And he's now at the service line. 21 to 12 here in this fourth set of the match. Thunderbirds already up two to one. Back set there from Brennan. It was actually more of a straight up and down set, but it still is effective. Trent Mounter trying to get his name back onto the offensive board. For him, that's just his third kill of the match. Yeah, it's not been a banner night for Mounter as a Jace Timmer re-enters the game for the Cougars. They're down eight still, and Thunderbirds need only four more points. Launch back to serve here for the Cougars, 21 to 13. Thunderbirds four points away from closing out a Home victory here in the 2019-2020 Canada West season. And it's a rookie making a very big point. Cole Bransma may have missed his first attempt, but he is showing that he can find the court very well on his second time out. Big cross-court kill. Congratulations to the rookie, his first career kill as a member of the UBC Thunderbirds. And now we see Coach Hawkins going back to his regular substitution, bringing in Johnson and Mickleberry at the same time for Neves and Hooker to try and close out this match. The serve specialist, Johnson back, 22-13 advantage UBC. Handled not well by Solly, nearly crashing into the bleachers were multiple Cougars. And with that, that's an ace for Johnson. Yeah, Thunderbirds starting to feel it now. All smiles at the moment. Jacob Van Giel re-entering the game for the Cougars as uh, Sean Sky for the second set in a row. He's not using not using his last timeout. He's just uh, letting this set ride out. This is a 10-point advantage now in this fourth set of play for the Thunderbirds, 23 to 13. The quick set over the middle, still handled by the libero Lee, overset, and I believe. Yes, indeed, UBC did get a bit of the antenna there. Going up was Cole Bransma, so that 
infraction and violation. We'll turn the ball on over. We'll John see. We'll see what Joel Freer can do from the service line. Yeah, Johnson uh, uh, threw the rookie a bit out, uh, about to, out to dry right there. Bit of an overset from Johnson. Regardless, still a nine-point advantage for UBC here late in the fourth set. Handled there by Bransma. Out wide for Mickleberry. Not a great set there for Trent Mounter, so he wasn't really able to do much, but through the center, they are able to find a bit of success. The Cougars and Jace Timmer able to hit it down through the solo block of the Thunderbirds. It might be a case of too little too late right here from the from the Cougars as they've been unable to uh, narrow this advantage ever since the, the technical, although they're still doing the rest to try and hang in here. Joao Friere getting it across again. It is handled there by the rookie, Bransma. Sent across the libero. Gets it across, but a great job. Big block there by Gerard Murray. You know, you saw the libero, Cherishenko, trying to set up his teammate, but the block was there already. This is set and match point now for the Thunderbirds. And Jordan DeShane on the sideline is loving it. He's trying to rub off some good juju from the bench. Head coach Mike Hawkins standing up as his team tries to claim victory. Bransma can't close it out, so 24-16. There's been crazier things than an eight-point comeback before. Yeah, Still be match to, point. It'll be up to Mounter to do it. So Trent Mounter, the, the uh, mainstay on this team, it's up to him to rally off eight straight points. We'll see what he can do. Back set from Johnson, Bransma gets it across. Now on over for Van Giel. Van Giel does get them a point. So a little bit of life here. Very uh, new, very early career high in kills now for Van Giel. Only one coming into tonight on the season. He's got two now. Trent Mounter back to serve yet again. A very different look on the court than we first saw and a very fitting end to this match indeed as a three to one victory goes to the Thunderbirds on a service error from Mounter. And that was really the epitome of what distinguished these two teams. Second, third, fourth sets really killed the Mount Royal Cougars, their service errors and their attack errors. And that's why they lost here tonight. UBC really flipped a switch after that first set all of a sudden just whatever they threw out there was working. Whatever Mount Royal was throwing out there wasn't working nearly as well as it did in that first set. So at the end of the night here, the women's volleyball team, UBC, ended up getting swept by Mount Royal 3-0. Meanwhile, the men's team ended up beating Mount Royal after going down one to nothing by a set count of three to one. Big takeaway from tonight here, Jake. What do you expect to see in both games tomorrow? Because we will be back on Canada West TV. I, on the women's side, I expect uh, the Thunderbirds to try something a bit different. They looked a bit uh, robotic at times in terms of now I'm going to do this. We're going to run this play. We're going to feed this person in this spot. And uh, Mount Royal did a good job of reading that. And on the men's side, Mount Royal needs to figure out a way to set up their own defense a lot better than they were this time. It was sort of the reverse of what I was talking about with UBC, whereas UBC was too robotic on offense. Mount Royal was discombobulated on defense because UBC was so 
lively and sh shifting what they were doing at all times that they w the Cougars just weren't able to keep up after that first set. So they need to go over what exactly went wrong between the first and the second set and then figure out how they're going to try it and set up their blocks properly moving forward. Well, it's been a pleasure to broadcast with you here tonight, Jake, for both CITR 101.9 and Canada West TV, which is presented to you by Co-op. This has been Jacob Ayer and Jake McGrail presenting Canada West Volleyball Action between UBC Thunderbirds and the Mount Royal Cougars. Tune back in tomorrow just on Canada West TV at 5 o'clock p.m. for the rematch of the women's uh, volleyball game, followed shortly after there by the men's. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your night.